Well, hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And of course, like I promised, I have brought a ton of friends, one of which is making his debut on this program, someone I have been talking with in the background, someone that has an incredible YouTube channel that he is going to himself is going to tell you about, and a gentleman that is proper all the way from the other side of the pond. Tay Talks, my brother, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Boom. Really appreciate that, and uh, I'm looking forward to the topics today. Oh man, it's great. We've been trying to get each other, you know, get, you know, obviously if you don't know, it's super, super late where he is and he's uh, been you know, mm-hmm. very kind of us to, to join us very much like the Wandering Dutch does every week. Uh, but Tay, it's great to finally have you on the program. We have an incredible two monster topic show, all Xbox related. I know we all cannot wait to get into what's been going on. We had some um, IO interactive news drop just before the show. And a lot of people are on the on the cusp of saying that it literally sounded like, hey, we've just been acquired by Microsoft. But we're going to break down that uh, that video of course them introducing uh, IOI uh, Barcelona, which is, of course, a, a studio, a new studio that opened up uh, in the late 2021. Of course, we're going to be talking about um you know, Microsoft may be having some sort of an urgency to get some big uh, AAA third-party games in there simply because we have a couple of uh, delays, one announced, one rumored. And we'll talk about who dropped that rumor. But let's get into the rest of the panels. We'll start next with, of course, the Wandering Dutch, brother. Listen, uh, what can I say about what you do with this community? Uh, the fact that you've invited so many smaller podcasts into your initiative says a lot about who you are as a content creator. But what you guys do there on a weekly basis is super, super interesting, entertaining, and very good. If I mean, Again, if you're not following The Wandering Dutch, if you're not subscribed to The Wandering Dutch, I will tell you that you are doing it wrong. How the heck are you, brother? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be to be back again this week. Uh, of course, health health issues aside, health first, uh, brother. Family first yeah. on this program. <laughs> health issues aside, great to be back. Um, started a new uh, weekend show um, on Sunday, so yeah, all is good. All is good. Yes, and we, we will break down that Sunday show uh, come the end of the program, so we can get everyone to check that out. Next up, someone that has. Uh, upped his game, so to speak, on his weekly Saturday program, the Gaming Circle podcast. Not only were both Mrs. Boomstick and I listening to it live, uh, my uh, my wife was like, she she was concerned for the fighting that was going on, but <laughs> I explained that that's just brotherly love. Uh, Asante, welcome back, brother. How you feeling? Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Oh, this is this is gonna be a great show. I'm excited to have Tay here. You know, uh, yes. We 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 got the gaming circle back on on for 2022, had some upgrades a bit, and you know for the first show I figured we'd do it the, the way we did it the first time we did it with myself and Neverborn just by ourselves bickering like little boys as we do it is what it is you know it was a great show we had so much fun, but yes thank you so much for having me as usual you know this is this is usually the best the best part of my Mondays you know 
So yes, I'm I'm looking forward to this, and I expect Everborn will be along momentarily. So the slander yes. will, will follow quite soon. Yes, yeah. yes, he, he absolutely. Speak of the devil, and he and has just <laughs> arrived. Uh, Everborn saga. Before we get to you, brother, we got to welcome back the Mag, who uh, unfortunately yes. had to miss last week. Family obviously comes first. The missus came down with COVID. Uh, she is doing well. We're glad to hear it. Almost missed today, thanks to <laughs> the Canadian monster known as a snowstorm. Uh, welcome back there, brother. Yes, guys. I know it sounds crazy that I have to say Happy New Year, but I mean, that basically, this is like my first show since the New Year. But I am so happy to be back in my spot tonight. Uh, we got a great guest tonight. And uh, you know what? We got some great topics tonight. We got some great things to discuss. We got the future of Microsoft, the future of Sony to discuss tonight. And I can't wait to get into the show with you guys. So, uh, and you know what, uh, Asante, let me tell you something. Are you still standing or are you sitting? I am standing, man. Okay, am, you can I'm keep it. Standing. That's you can right. keep it because I just checked my Fitbit. I'm at 34,000 steps today already. Okay, wow. so it's enough. Wow. So, anyways, I'm sitting tonight, but I'm still yelling. So, so guys, Snow, let's Snowmageddon go. got you on your feet. I understand. Oh, man. Something else. Yeah, Snowmageddon. Wait, Mag, are you still snowed in? Uh, uh, yeah, but I made it home. Uh, they actually, they even had another word for it today. They called it the Snotorious B.I.G. Uh, oh, so, man. Yep. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Anyways, guys, enough nonsense. We got games to talk about tonight. Let's get right into the show. Yeah, absolutely. And certain last and no way least. Uh, and of course, Dizzy Delta 89 drops a comment regarding Everborn. He says, I'm I'm estimating that Everborn's intro will now will, will take 11 minutes and 32 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Everborn saga. What's going on, brother? We talked earlier today. We had a nice conversation about acquisition, something we do quite often. Uh, how are you? And welcome back, brother. Yeah, so if you don't know this, Boom and I call each other randomly for no reason <laughs> no just reason. to speculate about Microsoft acquisitions. Y'all just have like, like impromptu podcasts from time to time. It's a weekly event. We should start recording <laughs> these things. Absolutely. Uh, but And and I, I was a little bit late because I was supposed to go and walk my dogs, but I convinced the missus to do it because mm -hmm. I told her I had a podcast to do. So now I'm sure things will go wrong out there and then she'll come back and be mad at me. And say that. See, you sh you you should have walked the you dog. You should have walked the dog. Somebody's gonna slip on some ice. I oh, see it happen already. So so if I get yelled at midstream, you know you know what you know where it was from. But I'm excited, man. Happy to be back. I see this. So what? So you're playing Doom right now, right? This Correct. is Doom yes. Eternal. Yes. Is this one of the add-ons, or is this was this in the, this was the? I believe this was the the first add-on. I believe. Yeah, I didn't recognize it either. I was like, what I was like, what is he doing underwater? Yeah, this is no, this, this is good. This yeah, is Bioshock. This is, I, like I, I gotta say, man. Um, you know, when you never really put into perspective, right? When you say Microsoft owns Bethesda, right? It's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a big deal. But when you say that the next Doom is coming to Xbox and PC exclusively, I don't think that we have understood the ramifications of this until it actually happens. Because what you're seeing in this is this game, when did it release? 2019, I think it was. I think it was when it came out and still looks like ridiculous. Like, Well, let me ask you, let me ask you something else. It's not only the next Doom, the next Quake yeah, uh, is yeah, made on, by yeah. this team. Yes. That's interesting stuff. Actually, I, you know, I'm very excited about that for a couple of reasons. One, it was rumored that the Quake uh, is going to have a female lead and it's going to be reborn in the same vein as 
what we saw Doom 2016. Oh, that would be and interesting. And if that, in fact, is the case, uh, what we're going to wind up getting f- from ID is a story, uh, a single-player story uh, like this, but with Quake, uh, which is incredible. But I think what we're going to get on the back end that we're, that no one has even discussed yet is the fact that we're going to get a multiplayer aspect because obviously multiplayer was a big, big uh, component for Quake uh, back in the days. And I mean, it's, we, you know, again, we, we're, we're going to be privy to the first new RPG uh, in a decade in Starfield this year. And I think once that hits... I think it's going to start to sink in with people that maybe Xbox is the place that they may not be their number one. Because I believe we're going to see a lot of uh, Sony folks that only have a PlayStation wind up converting simply because of, uh, you know, the, the Series S makes. And, and, and folks, if you didn't know, the Series S dropped 20 bucks and it sold out instantly. Not a surprise. Uh, wait, wait till it hits two forty nine on Black which is, Friday, and it's going to. And it's I I I, th- I think Sony finds themselves in a bit behind the eight ball or painting themselves into a corner, whatever you want to say. But I want to I want to open up the show with a topic that I think is extremely relevant. Um, I want to welcome in the 115 people already here. If you are new, I want to welcome you with open arms and suggest and ask politely that you do, in fact, consider hitting the subscribe button. Uh, We are officially just a few subs over 600 away from 10,000. And uh, we've done that, I would like to say, in record time, uh, in four years uh, in November 3rd, uh, 2021, we hit four years with the channel and only been doing live content for three. Uh, so again, anyway, it, you guys that you're, if you're new can help me, you know, on that March to 10 K to join the likes of the iron Lords and Xbox era and a few other, uh, smaller shows, it would be tremendously appreciated, but I want to get into topic number one. And I want to start first with Tay on this one. Tay, look, um, Earlier last week, we got the confirmation that uh, one of Microsoft's or Xbox Game Pass's biggest exclusives uh, in Stalker 2 was getting a seven-month delay. And uh, seven months is, is like, wow. We had, it has a December 8th, 2022 release date. And I'm all for waiting. And like, I, the, the, my, my newest tagline is the Halo Effect. All you have to do is look at Halo Infinite and say, well, if they would have pushed the envelope and just popped it out in 2020, uh, uh, 2020, like it was supposed to come out, it would have been a a disaster. And it baked in there for over a year. And we got in what I believe to be an absolute uh, monster masterpiece from 343 Industry. So I even call it a banger. I, yeah, I would dare call it a banger, but I would even dare say, uh, and, and I've said this publicly, privately, and I'll say it again on the show, this game, both in multiplayer and single player, have absolutely 100% and completely moved them out of the shadow of Bungie. And I believe, and, and I've said this, this has officially become my favorite Halo. So the delay is not a problem. But where we run into a little bit of shaky waters is uh defining duke 
is an incredible podcast. Uh, and its hosts, Matty Plays, who is a, an incredible content creator on his own right, has recently and last year teamed up with Lord Cognito, who is I consider to be a family member. He is my brother. And on the newest episode of Defining Duke, Matty specifically said that there are rumblings that uh, that uh, Bethesda's um, uh, vampire romp is going to potentially get a delay to the end of the year holiday. They're calling it holiday. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Redfall. Now, Redfall, uh, from what we understand, and this is getting some new information, it is going to be an open world multiplayer type of uh, of game where you're going to go around killing uh, vampires. And it's I I can't wait to jump in. And it's one of those games that if they if it needs to be delayed because it's not ready then so be it. But that those two delays are not the crux of this conversation, Tay. The, the crux of this conversation is thanks to uh, Jeff Grubb, uh, VentureBeat, uh, he put out a statement a couple of months ago on Twitter um, that Microsoft, and I've talked about this before, has billions set aside for specifically uh, use in getting third and second party uh, titles to drop into Xbox Game Pass day and date. Um, and with these two delays, one was supposed to come out in the summer, one was supposed to come out in the spring, Microsoft, like they were last year, Tay, they're a little light in the first party department. At the end of the, the second half of the year, it seems like Microsoft is going to reign supreme just like they did in 2021. But we have big games coming out, specifically next month in Elden Ring and, uh, of course, um, what's the other one that we have? The zombie one that's coming out. Dying um, Light 2. Dying Light 2, yeah. yeah. Those two specific games are big. Uh, they are multi-plats, as we know. And uh, it's it's an interesting conversation to have that, uh, and Tay, I, I pose this to you. Is there a sense of urgency at Microsoft currently getting these these two big uh, Xbox exclusive delays? Um, is there an urgency to get games, uh, big third party monster IPs to drop into Xbox Game Pass day and date? Are you there, Tay? Nope. Okay, maybe he's uh, Tay. Yeah, now we hear you. Yeah. No, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, everything you said there is true. Um, Microsoft is looking pretty light um, at the start. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much just like last year. Is there a rush? Is there a need for them to actually go and let's say get an, an Elden Ring or Dying Light Two? I don't think so. And the reason why I say that is because if it's it's the idea of this um it's it's mindshare right so last yes. year microsoft pretty much dominated on that front yes you know 100%. you can look at the games such as um mlb the show that was a knockout blow like getting your your rival's game on your platform huge and we can also look at for um, the watch say, exactly like um <laughs> <laughs> like you know outriders as well that pretty much showed a lot of people that microsoft can get these third parties games and um, they date as well so and then coming on and then you have Halo and then you have Forza you have all these games so Microsoft pretty much dominated that that um that that, that mindshare element. So I remember saying this to my friend earlier on. Um, Microsoft won twenty twenty one. We could all I think we all we all agree to that pretty much. 
Yeah. But it also kind of cemented the fact that they're back. When I mean they're back, like, regardless if you're a fanboy or not, you know they're here. You know, anytime before this, it was always a case of, okay, who cares about Microsoft? But now you you have to take them seriously. And I think as soon as you establish that, you afford a certain luxuries and privileges. You don't have to go tick for tack with Sony anymore. You know, it's not a case if Microsoft doesn't, you know, respond um, exactly to something Sony has done or whatever it may be that they're in a a losing position. You can't, um, we can't think that way anymore because I think we're in a better position for sure. Yeah. But the question is, you know, is getting Dying Light 2 or getting um, Elden Ring going to do um, great things for um, for Microsoft? And the answer is yes, it, it will it will do um, great things. But I don't really think it's going to do that much in terms of taking Mindshare from, let's say, um, um, Horizon for, um, Forbidden West. Simply because a third-party exclusive, no, sorry, a third-party game coming on Game Pass isn't really going to have the same amount of... Um, the same amount of um, what's what I'm looking for momentum, momentum as it as a triple A blockbuster game such as Horizon Forbidden West. It's not really yeah. going to do that. And so, for example, like if I was to tell my friends Elden Ring is out on Game Pass day one, they still wouldn't go and gravitate towards it on Xbox simply because they're going to get it on PlayStation. It's the same reason why we say, for example. <coughs> Excuse me. It's the same reason why we say, for example, if Microsoft were to put, let's say, um, um, the Bethesda games on PlayStation and then drop it on Game Pass, the PlayStation players will still come. I'm sorry, they won't come to Game Pass because they right. can get it somewhere else. So right. it's the exact same thing in that sense. And like, like, like I said before, they don't. I don't feel they need to actually do anything as much. It would be good. And if they were to do something, then I think you have to get Elden Ring. I think Elden Ring is the game to get. Now, yeah. personally, for me, I would I would, I would prefer Dying Light too. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said that in the game. DM. <laughs> um, amazing game. I played it. I played it like two or three years after it dropped, and I was blown away completely. And I do think it will do well in Game Pass for sure. Um, it has co-op, it has multiplayer, so I think th- those those are the elements. Those are really strong elements yeah. for the game. Um, but also, I mean, if, if Microsoft do get Elden Ring, I do think it, it helps them in the, let's say the Japanese market. I'm not too sure if they actually have a game. Um, maybe a, that's from the um, from the East per se that they could drop on Game Pass. But I know the Souls-like games do well in Japan, so that's a, maybe that's a um, maybe that's a double hit right there. So f- for me, I-, I would say they don't need to. They don't have to. Um, if they do, perfect. Um, but for me, I think Microsoft is well-established enough to actually say, you know what, let's take a step back. You know, let, let's only have February. That's fine. They can, you know, take control of that. But also, um, I, I was thinking about it in this sense. You know, Sony does have another big game coming out, which is going to be God of War. Right. And maybe it's better to use those finances to try to, you know, alleviate that instead because God of War is bigger than Horizon in that sense. Um, but overall, um, I don't think they have to do anything. But if they, if they were to do something, I would say Elden Ring for sure. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is this. Uh, Elden Ring, I think, is going to garner more... Um, popularity from you know from even like some of the normies are going to attempt to get this game because they're the souls games is is a very very fickle niche kind of a game but Sekiro did very very well even dark souls uh dark souls 3 a lot of people didn't notice and i actually didn't notice until i wound up doing one of my videos where i talked about elden ring potentially coming 
they sold 10 million copies crazy. Of, of 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 a souls game that's unusual for sure um and uh, you know that's an interesting point that you bring that microsoft doesn't have to go blow for blow with sony because they are kind of like they when all all three companies specifically uh, with Microsoft, they are doing things a lot different than they did in the past, and uh, you, I, I like the I like the thought process of well, you know, let Sony have February, you know, you know, but but I I think that the the most important thing that we can't put a price tag on is word of mouth is uh, is what uh, what Microsoft seemed to uh, do last year, and that's dominate the conversation. Uh, and they started that with th- th- this year. It started with Microsoft dominating the conversation. It's like they didn't miss a beat. Holiday came; it was nice and quiet, and and January hits, and boom, they're dropping all of this news. Whether it be Game Pass, whether it be the Ubisoft Plus extraction, like the twentieth of January is going to be bonkers. You know what I'm saying? For for anyone that is, uh, you know, wants new game, you got the Hitman trilogy coming in there. And we're going to be talking about IO on the back end of this because there's a good shot that they're already first party. They just haven't announced it. And uh, I, I think if you bring Hitman and make that first party, all I can say is wow. Uh, but great points, Tate. We're going to come back to you for the IO. But Dutch, I want to get your opinion on this. I mean, do you agree with Tay here? Uh, does Microsoft need to to, to kind of just be like, hey, well, listen, we're doing our own thing. We don't have to respond. Or is there some is there a, an unseen urgency for Microsoft to drop the bag and get both of these games? Because I've said this on my show before, and I, I don't know where I heard it, but I know other people have confirmed what I said, is that some there was something uh, in the socials that Microsoft dropped a significant amount of money into Techland to help finish Dying Light. Now, when I heard that, for me, and I'm not a business major by any stretch of the truth, I think that on the back end of that deal, coming into Xbox Game Pass day and date almost seems like to be a given. That's just my opinion. I could be 100% wrong. But what if they did say, well, yeah, you know, Horizon, great looking game. I'm sure. I'm sure what's going to happen is Phil, being the gentleman he is, he's going to go out and he's going to congratulate Guerrilla Games and SIE for launching it, like that he always does. He's a class act. But on the back end of that, you know, you get an announcement that Elden Ring and uh, and Dying Light Two are in an Xbox Game Pass day and date. That that really does change the conversation. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean. I think I, I I do have to agree with Tay on this one. I, I, Microsoft don't need to go head to head with Horizon. Um, I mean that to be honest. At the same time, that would also be kind of like Sony attempting to go head to head with Halo in the launch window. Like they could, but why would you? Yeah, like it it doesn't make any sense. Like Halo in itself is a juggernaut, and trying to go head to head with something as as profound as that is is pretty pretty silly to be honest especially <laughs> as a last last ditch effort um uh with stalker as as well obviously i think pretty much everybody look forward to that other than the nft hiccup that they had um it's not such a bad thing that it's getting delayed i mean we've we've said it countless times delays are only great they're, they're a really positive thing for games to be honest yes rather I agree. That, then then end up in a cyberpunk situation again where it's being forced out to meet shareholder deadlines. 
Um, so, no, I personally don't believe um, it, um, it requires something to be competitive against it. Um, let them have their time. They've been six months um, of, of no exclusivity um, or exclusive um, first-party titles. They've had a lot of time to kind of sit there and work on things for the year. Um, and then let's be frank, God of War isn't isn't stone cold set in stone for this year either. It's that is a very loose window, um, and that could very well be delayed later on in the year. So um, let's let's wait and see how things go. Um, obviously, I think Microsoft will get something to to pad it out until until something more stone is is set in in set in stone. Um, but no, I don't think I don't think they need to, to worry too much. It's early on in the year. They've still only literally last month launched uh, launched Halo. The month before that launched Forza Horizon Five. Uh, this is only January. It's the first month of the year. Um, they've got a, an abundance of Game Pass titles and um, timed exclusives and things like that coming there. They've got Rainbow Six Extraction going straight into the Game Pass. They've got plenty of stuff for people to play. And much like me, you, and everybody else, there's an abundance of third-party titles. Massive. I mean, February is absolutely rammed full of titles to play. Yeah. Um, Not again, enough time or money. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got and, and and no offense, no offense to um, to Gorilla, but their main competitor isn't any isn't from Microsoft. Their main competitor in February is Elden Ring. Elden Ring is there yep. is is the one that's going to really cause them issues because that is a big anticipation. This is very reminiscent, Dutch, of what happened with Breath of the Wild versus yeah. Horizon. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Um, I just wanted to pick, sorry, I just wanted to pick it back up what D- Dutch said. Um, yeah, it, it, completely right there. I think Microsoft is is a really is in a position where they don't need to really worry about um, these things anymore. Like I, I see them, you know, when I look at my circle anyway, um, they never really took Microsoft seriously, but yeah. after twenty twenty one, they're taking them very seriously. So I think <laughs> when you're playing this, um, when you're playing this, you know, these this console games, it's really a matter. Sony's going to have their time. Microsoft's gonna have their time. So is Nintendo, and to to almost like as Dutch said, you know, like Sony responding back to Halo. It, there was there was no need, you know. Microsoft got December, November, and then what's gonna happen is Sony might just get January, February, and then it's gonna go. It's gonna alternate as the years go by. I think the 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 main the port is how does the end round up? So in this yeah. case, we have Starfield coming at the end. I think that's gonna be the main thing right there. I think it's gonna be Horizon. I think it's always the November, December games that really leave yeah. a mark. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just just speaking back of, of what of what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it, it yeah I was gonna sense. say as well, like in terms of you mentioned January being for Sony, I think uh, technically it's not because we know exactly what Nintendo is dropping in January, and that's gonna sell 40 million units without even blinking an eye. It's Pokemon, What's that, uh, Pokemon, yeah, yep. yep. I, I never include Nintendo in these conversations. They always dominate. You can't they are their own China. masters, man. Let me tell you something. Nintendo They're pulling is the just... strings from the shadows. I said it before. I will say it again. Nintendo is the Kaiser Soze of the gaming industry. Oh, man, and the great. only people that can put them back in check is well, a strong go. Sega. 
There we go. Who had Sega on the bingo card? I know. Drink your shot. Here you go. Starting early today. That's great. Well, listen, Dutch, great stuff. Great stuff from you and Tay so far. I want to continue the round robin. Kay Asante, let's bring you into the conversation. Um Everyone has made some great points, uh, and I think that, you know what, it, it has not dawned on me, uh, honestly, until I heard it live from both Dutch and Tay, that they are on to something. I think Microsoft has made such incredible strides that they do not have to respond because of what they have done and what we know they're going to continue to do with the 22, 23 studios, and that's potentially expanding this year in a big way. Um, but I still don't want to just tip the hat and say, well, you know, let's let Sony because the one thing that we know for sure is that Sony is going to dominate the conversation uh, when Horizon comes out because the game is going to be a beast. Anyone that says otherwise, you're, you're, you're lying to yourself. Whether you thought the game was boring as all hell or not, I am telling you that this sequel is going to be everything they wanted to do in the first one and then some I cannot wait to play it. And whatever I'm playing, it gets stopped because I'm going right to that game when it comes out. I'm not the only one either. Um, but I still think that when you look at Sony... And we, you kind of, the writing was on the wall. Like, you know, so Sony was lulled to sleep, and they did that to themselves in the second half of 2021 because a lot of their stuff got delayed and was coming out this year. Well, that happened to Microsoft in 2020, and 2021 was a behemoth year for them. Uh, Sony, as we know, the only three that we, we think are coming out is Horizon, uh, Gran Turismo, which they just dropped a new trailer in Daytona, which looked pretty good. And, of course, now everyone keeps saying, oh, God of War, God of War, God of War. I know that um, the mag has been beating this drum. I kind of stepped back and, and started thinking maybe it is. But when you see Starfield coming out, all right, let's say it launches in November, hypothetically, is Sony going to want God of War to go up against Starfield? I, I, don't think that's a, oh, 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 I don't think that's a war they're going to win, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And then nothing against God of War. I can't wait. Love the first one. But at that point, you're like, you know what? We're just going to put it to 2023 March, you know, and get out of the mm -hmm. way of this juggernaut. But do you think with the monies that they have set aside that has been confirmed by an industry insider that most of us know, love, and uh, trust – Mm -hmm. Do they drop the bag to 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 kind of maybe not steal the conversation away from Sony, but certainly not allow them to run rampant? So, so I would I, I, I hate to I hate to be in vigorous agreement, but <clears throat> I agree with Bote and Dutch on this. And and where I'll be a little different is it's not because they've established themselves; it's because that's what Phil Spencer has always wanted to do from jump. You remember we've, we've been on this show having these conversations a couple months back where, you know, we don't want to be like the blue team. We don't want to be like the red team. We want to be our own team. You know, those conversations have happened. Yes. They've never wanted to go tit for tat because, oh, they got something. So now we have to reply. They've never done that. They've always wanted to play to their own strengths, play to their own timelines. Sometimes it's some, it, it coincides with what somebody else is doing. Sometimes it does not, you know. Now, do I think that you'll probably see Dying Light on Game Pass? I can see that happening. But if if that happens, I don't think it'll be like, oh, 
well, stalker's not 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 hitting so quickly. Go get something real quick to to counteract right. that. They this was part of the plan from jump. Like this is what they're doing. Sometimes there's a dearth of content. Other times you're swimming in it, right? And that's just the their way of of approaching what they're doing. And 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 it makes sense to me because they're not completing with PlayStation. PlayStation does not have the Game Pass of gaming that requires constant iteration and feeding the beast as it were right yes. yeah yeah I'm, I'm playing crazy weird yet. third party get yet <laughs> yet we'll get there yes you know i'm right now uh, um uh i forget the name the name is very hard to pronounce i'm i'm playing this game called uh Aluja on, on oh, game dude, the puzzle right game it's great it awesome like you I know got eight, i are, got 800 gamer score out of that it, i'm, it, I'm it, close it to is, that myself it you're, is you're awesome. scratching your head a lot of the times you're it, yeah. it's difficult yes yeah with with the with the with the the hook shot that you you're, you're murking fools with and the whole game <laughs> the whole game looks like you're, you're playing an amiga like it's just the craziest game it's it's <laughs> awesome right but these are games that you know they're not putting out there because oh we're competing with this person or that person. They're they're putting it out there because maybe during that timeline they don't have their next AAA quote unquote banger, or they feel like hey this would do best here, right? I don't see, and maybe I'm wrong, but based on all the the, the interviews you you hear from Phil Spencer and even Matt Booty, you know, uh, um, I, I forget every time we, we say that we have to say this now. Respect the booty. He, he he's putting out good work. You know what I'm saying? I love every, it. Great. Every time we got to respect the booty. Anyway, we're not gonna get no booty. pauses. No, no pauses because no, the booty no, no. the booty I, requires respect. Move you on. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> Move uh, on. We need to go back to school. No, we we're don't. Have to train everybody again. Yeah, you train your dog. Uh, <laughs> so so they they've been doing a lot of good work as of yeah, late, and it seems like they are they are they are playing to the beat of their own drum in yes. that in that way right and not necessarily because oh here's the next big thing from this this uh competitor so here we come to counteract that right this this is not a call of duty thing where hey you know halo's dropping so here's a new map because then you look ridiculous right and as everybody has already correctly pointed out they don't they couldn't have anything that is of that caliber that can really compete and i don't think they're trying to you know, right. I really don't think they're trying to. Like, we have so many. There's so many weird games that are are potentially coming up this this year, even without their third, without their first parties really hitting. You know, as as we've already we've already mentioned, there's some some delays that have happened. And, and speaking of that, we can, we can get further into that later. But you know, it is kind of funny how we're seeing all these Unreal Engine five games delayed. It's becoming a bit, a bit of a habit. You know. Uh, Redfall rumored being the second of, of, yes. of this first being Stalker, you know. Well, so it's it still in be beta for, to, to be fair. Exactly, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so that may be something that 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 needs to be looked further into. But in general, I completely agree that that not necessarily because they are now established and they can they can rest easy, but it seems like their commander in chief came into this job going, "We're going to do what we do. We're going to screw." We're in a vacuum. They don't matter. Not, we're not looking at what they're doing. We're doing what we're doing. And if there's a gap in our schedule, we'll fill it as we see fit. Not because yeah. the other people are doing other things. You know what I mean? That's at least the vibe I've been getting from him, from them for a long time. Now, to, uh, real quick, to the point of uh, to the point of of Elden Ring. You know, they seem to be, and and if I'm not mistaken, that's Bandai Namco. They seem to be. On some loyalty tip, because remember the uh, the 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 the, uh, the insider we all love, as you've mentioned, Mister Grubby Grub, yeah. already mentioned that they dropped a big old bag just to get 
the the just to get the the rights to market that game, right? And and, and what had what ended up happening? That bag was rejected because they were afraid of where their bread was getting buttered. So, uh, namely Sony. So eventually, that game was actually announced on on the on the Switzerland stage, which was the 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 game game fest. Game, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, game uh, awards, stage, right? Yeah. So it, they they basically rejected a Microsoft bag to keep the peace. I don't foresee if that's the really the case. I don't foresee them taking a bigger bag to say screw it because it it would have to be a big like monumental like you know uh, uh, it'd have a to be a bag, bag like I said in my video that basically covered the, the development of this game which is exactly. uh, rumored which, to be hundreds hundreds of millions of dollars here. two two hundred million dollars plus exactly yeah. exactly and I and and in a world like Netflix making their own stuff in that world. I don't see them paying top dollar for third party. You know, like we, we've heard from Jez and a few other folks. The reason why Final Fantasy doesn't seem to be making making their way towards the Xbox is because the type of money that Square is looking for, Microsoft is no longer willing to give them because they're busy working on their own thing. I don't foresee them going, all right, Elden Ring is that worthy or we need to compete with PlayStation that much where we're going to drop that substantial bag that we could be giving to our own studios to continue doing the work they're doing even though they are all made of money like that we know yeah. this they are made or of buying money. a new studio once you're buying that a new studio exactly exactly, exactly yeah i That's honestly true. think so so long story short I, I honestly think that like they're seeing their 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 uh their plans come to fruition as as you know microsoft is not a a, a yacht it's not a dinghy it's a it's a huge titanic like <laughs> ship that takes a long time to turn you it know does. and you're finally seeing them that their plans like working out and i don't foresee them making any quick edits because oh we we see them we see them down you know what i mean their 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 uh, uh series s uh bet is working out like gangbusters you know even when people were clowning them <clears throat> everborn you know we, we see that we we see we see them getting clowned left and right until they until they're winning all the way to the bank so now is not the time for them to get a little soft and go oh you know, PlayStation might be doing this. They're actually out there, and I'm sure you'll talk about it. They're actually out there going, "Well, you know, we think other competitors should do what we're doing." You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're 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 eager that way. So I really don't foresee them. And and that's not to say, boom, that that they're just going to sit back and let February be, become somebody else's. They might go. February is the time for indies. You know, we have we have Tunic coming. We have all these other very interesting games coming. Games you don't know you'll love until you try it. Yeah. You know. Let the big dogs have the big the, the, the big triple A's. We still have interesting things here, and we'll probably see those interesting things. That's that's where I think it, it's 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 gonna land this this time around. That, I mean you make make everyone again, everyone if this is this what what a way to open up the show. We, and we still got the mag and everborn to get into this conversation. Real quick, I want to thank JD Gamer becoming a member of the channel. JD, first of all, brother, welcome back. And also, he drops an outstanding and very generous ten dollars super chat and says, In any fight, uh, it's a measure of blows, knockdowns, or knockouts. Never in a fight do you let the opponent have one unless you're trapping them. So I say get both games to counter Horizon. And like I said, I, I think everyone has made some really good points, specifically in the uh, do you drop $200 million to get a third party in there day and date, or do you drop that money on a new studio? Hey, JD Gamer, let me ask you, have you ever heard Are you or are you familiar with what they call the rope-a-dope? 
Yeah, Rope Dope indeed. Yes, that was uh, made f- very famous uh, by, I believe, it was Muhammad Ali, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that is correct. Uh, but Mag, Mag, look, yeah, let's man. get your opinion on this. Uh, I think that Microsoft finds themselves in a unique position. Uh, they are no longer the guy sitting on the bench that no one wants to pick. People are picking them first. Uh, and, and, you know, you, 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 this is this has become some schoolyard antics because Nintendo, they're, well, they're doing their own thing. They're they're the they're the artists, uh, the, you know, the, the, the of the bunch. They're doing their own thing. No, and everyone knows it's going to be good because it's Nintendo. But right now, Sony uh, is, is always going to be Sony. Like I said, if people slept on them uh, and didn't count them in for this year. And that, that was a mistake because they are going to have some pretty big titles. But when it comes to uh, market mind share, it, it's something that Microsoft had a hard time holding on to last gen, where they kind of got curb stomped by, by Sony's ridiculously good marketing. Now, that same marketing, I, I don't know what changed at Sony, but not something- the same. Something did change because you're absolutely mm-hmm. correct. It is not the same team. It is uh, a, a different animal because they're just not hitting on the cylinders. They're not tenacious at all. They always seem to be uh, what, in my opinion, caught flat-footed in yep. recent months. Uh, and I'm not the only one to say that. And this isn't a fanboy attack. This is just you, you've got to read the room. And that's the, that's what I am reading. But my question to you is, does Microsoft look at the first six months and say, okay, a lot of our first-party stuff from Bethesda is coming on the second half. This is this is a repeat of 2021, and we know that they are going to dominate the conversation in the second half of the year. There's no doubt. And uh, I got, I got, again, not not to make this a, top, a topic because I want to talk about this on on Friday. Jeff Grubb on TikTok uh, just uh, dropped that uh, E3 might actually be canceled, like. Yeah. All of E3, no digital yeah. event, no nothing. It's just, it's just not going to be a thing. Which mm-hmm. they're getting the hint, I guess. I, I, yep. I don't know. I, I know, I know that he did say that um, um, uh, Jeff Keeley is going to be doing his summer game mm-hmm. fest thing, Majig. Last <laughs> year wasn't good. Uh, no. It was not good. Uh, it was. It last year was a just a mess. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen there. But just kind of reeling it back in. Does Microsoft need to get a Gotham Knights, a Suicide Squad, uh, you know, uh, or any of the big AAA games in Game Pass to keep them in the conversation? Because when a big AAA game drops into Game Pass, the entire industry, not just Xbox, everyone does this and takes a step back and say, how did they do that? How could this be? And this is why that the little man that, that no one that no one counted on is is winning the hearts and minds of many because right now it's the only console that's available, actively available, because you still can't find a PS5. Very difficult to find an Xbox Series X. Microsoft is doing things right. Do they go the extra mile and spend that cash? They have to. And I'll tell you why, in my opinion, anyway. Um, I'm gonna. I, there was something actually interesting that Tay said uh, uh, when he was talking, and uh, Dutch uh, sort of echoed that as well. We were talking about how they don't necessarily Microsoft doesn't necessarily have to go tit for tat with what Sony's doing or whatever else, right? Because they are they are kind of going on their own paths, right? They're doing their own thing. You know, Microsoft does this. You know, PlayStation does that. Although, let's not lie to ourselves, guys. PlayStation hasn't done anything 
up until this point. Yes, okay, they got stuff coming up starting next week with Uncharted. Uh, and then, of course, a couple of weeks later, you've got um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West and whatever else, right? And then you've got the spring where they got Forspoken and stuff. So, you know, Sony's got a solid year coming up. Here's the thing. This is where I got to say that Xbox cannot be complacent, okay? Regardless of the fact that they've been controlling the narrative in 2021, they cannot stop or slow down because there are multiple reasons. One, you cannot lose the mindshare war. And the thing is, the video, never mind the video game industry, any industry, especially now that's connected to social media and everything else, right, is that it's what have you done for me lately, right? So you've got to keep in, you've got to keep in the conversation. You can't back out of that conversation. And, uh, you, you know, and the other thing is, too, like, like let's, let's take a look at some of the Sony crowd. Not the good Sony crowd. I'm talking about, like, the very vocal, toxic minority uh, of the Sony crowd, right? They're very loud, okay? So when, when Horizon comes out, they're going to be very loud. So the point of that is, is that that's going to spill into the casuals. It's going to spill into the people who are maybe just getting on Twitter for the first time, or gaming Twitter for the first time, or Facebook gaming, or whatever, right? And all they're going to hear is the Sony talk, Sony talk, Sony talk, which is great for Sony, not great for Xbox, because then nobody's going to be talking about Xbox, when Tom Brady has won how many Super Bowls, how many AFC championships, how many, like, just everything, does he just kick back? No, and the just goat say, continues. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm just going to sit here with my feet up. No, he takes the Philly Eagles yesterday and absolutely mops the floor with their face. <laughs> That's what he does. That's what winners do. And what they got to do is that they've got to continue to do those kind of things. They have to control the narrative. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, February, right? February is a big month, all right? It's a big month for gaming. Yes. Uh, now, here's the thing. Dying Light 2, for example, I've already said it before. I'll say it again. I, I'm almost 100% certain it's going to Game Pass day one. They put $50 million, Microsoft yes. did, put yes. $50 million into the development of that game. You have got... To be kidding me if that game's not going to be in Game Pass. That was probably one of the stipulations of saying, hey, listen, you guys are in development hell. You need a push. We'll give you that push. However, okay, that's where the Don Corleone comes in. And then he's like, I'm doing you a favor. One day I'm going to need you to do <laughs> I'm going to need a favor, favor on the back end of this. Right, right? So that's where, that's where Microsoft's got a Don Corleone that situation. And they say, listen. When this game comes out, when it's ready, whenever the hell it's ready, this is probably this conversation happened a couple years ago, three years ago even, we need it in Game Pass. Fine. They're probably going to say fine. You think they're going to say no? Because Microsoft's got the bag at the door. Yes, right? Full of cash. Indeed. And they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want, man. You want a Game Pass? Go right ahead. They're not going to announce it because they have to announce it. It's going to be a strategy, right? They have to hang on to that as an ace. So they're waiting to see what Sony did in the last year. Now you've got February coming around when they got their big title coming out. Uh, you know, hot off the heels of Uncharted. I don't care what anybody says. I still think that Uncharted uh, uh, Legacy of Thieves edition is going to do very well. Now, I would jump on that, but seventy bucks, dude. I I can't. I just I I can't. I I and I, I would play those games again because I love Uncharted, man. I it's love my Nathan favorite. Drake. It's one of my yeah. favorite series of all time. So I think I, I had to. I mean, what was I supposed to do? I couldn't say no to it. It's it's just it's like Tomb Raider. Now, you know, real Raider quick, Uncharted. what if what if what if it shows up in the old Spartacus? Would that get you to subscribe? Uh, Maybe I'm, not I'm, seventy to buy, but uh, subscribe. I, I'm going to subscribe to that anyway. Regardless. Me too. 
Yeah, yeah I, I'm in that, the day I mean, one. Assuming that they've got something worth subscribing to, because I mean, all the first party games I already have, right? Yeah. From Sony. That's 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 kind of all I really do there on the Sony side is play mm. the you know the exclusives. But anyways, the thing is, you know, you want to control. Like I said, you want to control the narrative. Now, a lot of people think. Now, you're speaking of narratives. A lot of people think that Elden Ring is a PlayStation exclusive. Have they, I don't know if you guys have noticed that or people talking about it. They all think that, like, I was actually seeing a lot of people very surprised when they found out that it was actually a multi-platform game. Because a lot of them think it's a Sony game. Yes. And the thing is, there's a history there. you got to face it. There's a history there. You know, the Dark Souls thing, like Boom said at the very, very beginning of the show. Uh, like, for example, Dark Souls 3 sold $10 million, All right? The Dark Souls series, if you can imagine this, sold 27 million copies. Yeah, that is that is a force to be reckoned with. And especially from software, they've got a reputation. They won game of the year. What? Two years ago. Was it two years ago with uh, Sekiro? Yes. At, uh, at the Keeleys. Okay. Yes. So that is something that Microsoft would need to get. Yeah. The Dying Light 2 thing is great. OK, I think that's still coming. But the thing is, I think they still need that Elden, uh, that, that Elden Ring to steal that thunder. A la MLB, the show from last year. Okay, and the thing is, if anybody says that, oh, well, you know, it's kind of nuts. They can't do that. They're like a week apart. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? They did the same thing last year, guys. Everybody got a real short memory. Outriders and MLB, the show came out within a week of each other. Yeah, and they have both in Game Pass. Yeah, they came out within six days of each other on Game Pass. Okay, this old man did the same with with their first parties. They 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 let they let Horizon uh, uh, Forza Horizon climb high heights and just before it even had a chance to, to anybody had a chance to breathe they yeah. smacked you in the face with halo uh multiplayer so that's which right that game continues right. to grow yeah. with 15 plus million players which, yeah. is, which is it which is remarkable so what i think that there's a, I, I think a one-two punch is actually is, is absolutely merited i don't I, i'm not whether it's going to happen or not i have no idea but i'm just right. saying it's not out of the realm of possibility considering that mm. outriders and mlb the show came out within a week of each other so there's no there's no reason why I couldn't. Now, the only thing that I could think of that might stop that is that I understand that um, there was a little bit of uh, an iffy situation with the dev team saying or the publisher there because they were worried that they were uh, upsetting Sony. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Because they were showing yeah. it at the, the Microsoft uh, uh, showcase. Yes. And apparently Sony was not too happy about it. So then they started showing it on the Sony side. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. They don't want to, you know, you don't want to upset them too, you know, Japanese and Japanese companies, right? You want to stay in, in cahoots with each other. You don't want to be with the big bad Americans, right? So, you know, <laughs> so it's just, it is what it is. But like, I think that would be a big move. But let me tell you something. Ted DiBiase said it, folks. Everybody's got a price. Yeah, and we indeed. know that. Okay, so the money talks. You know, you, Sony could be upset, but you know what? Money talks. If they could pay for the development costs of that game, through a deal from Game Pass, that is a huge win because I, I bet you Sony was upset about MLB. Yeah, well, exactly they're gonna, they, they, you know what? The, the the latest rumor is that MLB 22 that, that's is, also is launching yeah. Game Pass day and dates, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to follow the same suit. And, and, and when I say that, it, uh, the uh, the updated version, the next gen version that Sony players have to pay for, uh, Xbox Game Play uh, Game Pass subscribers do not have to pay for that. It's included in there for the price of free um See, that's so huge now i, I want to touch on one last thing before we throw it off to everborn here you you did br- uh, briefly mention like suicide squad gotham knights that kind of thing right we all know that we, first of all we don't know when those games are coming out 
They could come out in the spring, the summer, the fall. Nobody really knows, right? Right. So here's the thing is that, okay, let's say, let's say for argument's sake, we've got that situation down where you've got the Elden Ring situation, the Dying Light 2 situation. Well, hot off the heels of that, Sony's got Forspoken coming out. Yes. And, and now here's the thing. A lot of people are like, Oh, but it's coming Xbox. Like when? 2024? Who yeah, cares? It's a, it's a two-year exclusive confirmed. Yeah, yes. I, like, I'm not a PC player. I'm not going to wait 19 years just to, to get a game. Oh, wait. <laughs> you know, like the PC players, they'll be like, yeah, it's coming in like five hey, years. Hey, oh, hey, wait. Hey. To, be, to be fair, to be fair, if you are a PC player, you can play that game day and date when it releases, and you'll still have Xbox achievements. Weird situation, but true. Yeah, Weird, wow, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. something. So yeah. now mm-hmm. here. What are you going to do? Microsoft has one hell of a good relationship with WB. Yes, they do. Okay. They They have a great relationship with them. Those games, maybe not Suicide Squad, but certainly Gotham Knights is not a proven IP or anything. Well, it's also, but but, but can I add something to what you're about to say? It falls into the line of what games do go in and it's multiplayer. Right. That, I was going to get to that in a moment. It was basically like the Redfall in, in the uh, in the DC in the Batman universe, right? Yeah. So here's the thing: that'd be a great game to put in there. Gotham Knights would be good. Suicide Squad, I can't see it going there. I, I I think it's just too big of a name. I just think I just don't think that they. I think they're just going to just say like, no, we'll give you Gotham Knights. Right. Maybe even Harry Potter or uh, Hogwarts Legacy. That might be another one you might throw in there. Who the hell knows? Well, Mag, let me ask you yeah. a question though. Is Suicide Squad too big of a game? Too big of a name, sorry. I, I think it's not because of the name of... Uh, I don't think it's the Suicide Squad name. I think it's because you're dealing with the, the development team. I mean, we're talking about the team that did, you know, the Holy Trilogy, yeah. right? Well, yeah, yeah, quad, no, no, Quadrilogy, no. if you include the other one, right? True, true. The true, Arkham true. series. So, I mean, I think they're going to be riding high off the fact that... I mean, these are the creators of the Arkham series. Right, I think that's where that's where it gets too big, right? And that's what where about I think, Hogwarts I mean, Legacy? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Hogwarts Legacy. Did, I can see that. Didn't Jez and them say that Hogwarts Legacy is is very rare? It, they 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 don't foresee it coming because it's in development hell or something. It might not come out this year. There is. I mean, there is there year, was a report today. I saw that today. Yeah. Yeah, there was a report today that Hogwarts Legacy looks as if it's being pushed into 2023. Yes, mm-hmm. I did see that today too. Breaks my bloody heart. I'll tell you that yeah. much because I've been waiting. You know what I want to the, the thing that I want to stop hearing as well, specifically in in the current current climate, is development hell. Like mm. just because a game is going through a little bit of a yeah, tough time, it doesn't mean it's true. In hell. True. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. it's very even, true. Like, overused term in game and development yep. right now. Oh, is same thing in movies, hell. Dutch. I mean. Like you get like if they have to do some reshoots because they weren't happy with the cut and whatever they like, oh it's development hell now I'm like no they're just doing some reshoots because they want to fix the story why would like, yeah, you know what I mean it is it is That's a like good point Dutch a book without ed- without an editor <laughs> imagine if the game it, came right? out if it comes out it'll be like like uh, uh, like uh, what do you call it uh, uh, cyberpunk then it's actually hell but as long as it yeah, hasn't released yet they, yeah, they've avoided enough. hell exactly. <laughs> yep. Right, so like anyway, that's what I see. I see that they need to make all these. Mo- they make they need to make these moves because they need to stay relevant, especially when they've got their big first party titles coming later in the year. Sure, they're going to dominate. Let's say October to December. Uh, you know, with the with the, with all the big games that they got coming out. You know, Redfall. Uh, what, what's it called? Stalker Two. Uh, possibly Redfall. They're saying that that's possibly delayed. I don't see that going into the same time as Starfield and all that, but uh, maybe a month or so. 
But anyways, the point is, is that they need to do something now to stay in the conversation so that at the end of the year, that's when you can hit them with the knockout punch. Because the one thing you got, you got to guarantee, yes, Sony's tripping over their own feet since the, since the announcement of the PS5. But they're still doing extremely well. And yeah. the other thing is they're not going to take it lying down. They're going to come strong. And so oh. don't under, ever under yeah, nice, very nice, Everborn. <laughs> you cannot underestimate your opponent, regardless yes. of the fact that they're working together. They're not working together, but you know what I mean. They're, they're they're just sort of coexisting. You still cannot underestimate your opponent because when you know what, if you trip, Sony will step on your neck. It, it, absolutely, hundred percent. So that's it. Mike, well, I, I actually get a lot of, of what you're saying. I think um, you're making a lot of a lot of really good valid points. I guess maybe the reason why I just think a little bit different is because I do think Microsoft is at that stage where they can afford that. Just simply because when I look at Sony, I never I never look at Sony as a case of they, Sony doesn't have to necessarily respond every time, you know. And I think when Microsoft was in the you know let's say a losing position, you always playing catch up, so you're yes, always chasing yes. the, you're, you're always chasing them. But as soon as 2021 was over, it was so crystal clear that Microsoft is back. Yeah, like, like I would be like, when you're back, you don't have to chase anymore. Now you still need to be consistent, but I don't think you need to be consistent in the sense of like even like copying against Horizon. Horizon is a huge game. There's nothing you can really do to really go one to one with that. Now you could get a few games on Game Pass, of course, and I think I think Microsoft should obviously look at that. I think Dying Light Two is a good catch. But I don't know. Like I was, I was telling some of my friends that Microsoft really don't need to um, go crazy. They, they don't really need to be doing as much anymore. If this was 2021, early 2021, I would definitely agree with you. I would say, yes, get Elden Ring, get, you know, Dying Light 2 as well, because you're, you're chasing Sony. Sony has all the mindshare now. But coming back of 2021, with Forza, Halo, that's all I heard. That's all that yes. was dominating. Oh, yeah. So they, they I, can, I can see the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think that that lasts forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I still think that, like, you know, once they're done, like, all right, we're done. What's next? Yeah. Right. And I, I think that that's the way, like, the way that the way that we consume media now, they've done that to us. Look at like Netflix and like Amazon Prime and Hulu and HBO Max, all that kind of stuff. Right. It's they've given you so much content that the minute you devour it, they're like, all right, what's next? They're never you, they they put you in a position where you almost never feel satisfied anymore. Microsoft Mondays. Yeah, you know, indeed. In, in, indeed. You wake up every Monday. What's the new? What's the new announcement? That's what's right. Remember that Everborn? Yeah, same yeah. deal. Like every Monday, we did a show. There was always something going down. So yeah. I'm just saying that like, this is almost insatiable hunger that these people can't ever be satisfied, and they always need to like, what's next? What's next? What's next? You remember when they got Bethesda? They're like, awesome. What's next? Like, <laughs> can you relax? They just spent like billions of dollars can you let them recoup a little bit like it was just like within a week everybody was like oh they're gonna buy this next i'm like guys slow down you know but the problem is that's not the way we've been trained now we've been trained to consume this stuff at like a record pace and therefore the expectations are always going to just keep what's more what's next what's next otherwise you're left in the dust i I just Mm -hmm. that's the way i just see it it's like for example if you don't go on twitter for like five days you start losing subscribers or not subscribers followers same thing with youtube you don't put out a video for a week that's it you start losing viewers people like ah and they walk away to the next guy like it's crazy if you're not consistent right i don't know i don't know it's just me but no i mean makes sense you know yeah well good good stuff let's bring an everborn saga everborn you know, from a businessman who, who uh, you know, obviously you, you have your, your own business, 
Uh, does Microsoft? Well, quite a few of them. That's what you're, you're, you're the Haymon of this of this panel for sure. Uh, according to you, those those are your words. Um, <laughs> um, but everyone, does Microsoft need to keep the uh, another another famous uh, wording from you is you like to say they need to keep the foot on the neck. Is is this something that Microsoft needs to continue to do? And would something like these two behemoth AAA games dropped into Game Pass, you know, and again, I I don't want to say steal the spotlight away from Horizon because I'm playing Horizon. I cannot wait to play that game. I'm a huge fan of what Guerrilla Games did. For you, would this be one of those... Because it almost seems like a Sony-esque move. Like, if Microsoft is doing something good, Sony has always gone out of their way to do something and steal the shine away, right? Well, this is one of those situations where it looks, it, it appears that if the cards, if we're reading the room correctly, they could drop the bag. What, what are your thoughts on this? Do they need to do this, Everborn Saga? I'm trying to get off a of mute, and the answer is absolutely not. Okay, <gasps> nice. Right, I love Here's it. Here's the thing: what a lot of people don't understand is the foot is already on the neck, right? But it, but it's not Sony's foot and Microsoft's neck. That role is reversed. You understand? You see, we just learned that Sony, as a response to losing customers to the Series S, is now making more PS4s. Yes. And you know yeah. what just magically got announced that it just happened to leak to the verge because somebody got an anonymous phone call from uh, <laughs> probably Phil Spencer. Hey, guess what? We just happened to stop making Xbox Ones last year. Yeah. Why only next that year? True. That's right. You think you think that was a mistake? You think yeah. that article was it was it planned just waiting because they knew that that was going to happen? Right. So 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 then you see Phil Spencer in this article today. I don't know if we're going to talk about this where he talked what it, where he was asked by IGN about uh, swagger jacking of services. <laughs> and he said, of course, they're going to copy it. Yep. Why wouldn't they? This is the direction the industry is going and we're telling them which way to go. Yeah. So so let's let's take stock of where we are, because I remember last year, everybody was like, Microsoft doesn't release any games until the last two months. Guess what? When the Game Awards came around, they had twice the nominations of their closest competitor in terms of, of in terms of recognition. You couldn't hear about my 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 PS5 right now. Both of them are full of dust because after Deathloop and and I didn't. I'm waiting on Deathloop. Uh, but uh, I got a couple hours into it, and then I realized that I just wanted to play it. And I like you. The last you, time, I don't know, uh, Tay, if you got a PS5. When I finished Ratchet, the last time I actually turned on my this is a this is a true story, folks. I swear to God, the uh, last time I turned on my PlayStation Five was by accident because I was dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not. I'm not, not flaming the. Why fanboy. did Solar Ash get completely murdered by PlayStation? It came out. It's a good game. Oh Nobody no! Wait, hold on. It. I'm lying. I did play Kana, and I like that. Oh game. yeah, that yeah, was yeah good. Kana's good. Kana's really is, good. That was four months ago. 
So the thing is this. Um, Let's not let's not like if you have to answer every little thing, you know, like how when Halo's getting all this positive news and we just happen to see uh, Horizon Forbidden West GIF showing some animations. Yeah, that's a sign of weakness (laughs) if you have to answer to every little thing. Right. So so let let's trust the plan. Right. And every month we are in January and we just heard about Ubisoft Plus and and extraction right it's not even february yet which is an onslaught of things where it doesn't make sense to release anything in that month and everyone that does we're just like when is this one gonna get it's funny it's there's still two weeks left of this month officially so so less january's covered we got the big ubisoft news you did a whole x vlog about it right february is another story yeah Right. So and and there are people arguing in the back or not arguing, but you know, family stuff. But That's the point it. is, the point is this is all a part of the plan. Let's sit back and watch this thing play out. I guarantee you there will be another emergency X blog for the February announcement, whatever that is. They have successfully every month, every month made sure there was a reason for Xbox to be in the news. <laughs> Every month they have... Um, oh. I, see, I know that was probably for slow Yeah, oh, I, I know you're know, laughing, Sande, because I'm laughing too. I'm going to read it in a second. So my oh. point is, every month, oh my without fail, they've made sure... Xbox is the most reported on thing in the news, and yeah. it's the trans- most, It seems the, like it's the, always the topic trending of the most spaces, yeah. which is where I live, right? So <laughs> again, let's not worry about it. It is only <laughs> January. Let's see what they announce, and I guarantee you, your subscription will be well earned. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I mean, listen, I what what can I say? First of all, this was an incredible uh, one hour and five minutes of show. Uh, not only because I, I'm unbelievably thrilled to finally be working with Tay Talks. Uh, I found I found him. He did a couple of videos and I was so impressed with some of the work that he did. I said, it's if I don't get him on the show, it's going to be a travesty of justice. And I, I'm I'm not sorry that I did. Obviously, now that you're on, you're going to get the golden ticket, brother. Whenever you are free and you want to join us, man, you have the key to the back door. You grab a beer, grab a Dr. Pepper because I don't drink and uh, put your feet up on the couch and we're good. Um, but I, I, I want to catch up some of the Super Chats and quite a few of them. One specific one that I have to read. <laughs> That just made me laugh, laugh. And, and it's it's typical slow mo. And again, he's him and uh, um, Gaming Forte. Th- this is a duo that works so hard in their channels um, that um, I am so proud to consider them brothers of mine. If you're not subscribed and you're not tuning in to their show weekly or you're, you're sub to their channel, man, you're, you're doing it definitely wrong. But the next, uh, the, the last super chat that came in was from JD Gamer, another outstanding and extremely generous $10 super chat and says, Rope Dope gave that man brain damage. Of course, talking about Muhammad Ali <laughs> and has been outlawed and outlawed Touché. technique. Outlawed Touché. technique. <laughs> Touche. In the ring. Shout since. out to Slow Mo, the PC apologist. I see you, buddy. Stop it. Uh, and don't don't forget don't forget the one before from Scrub Nurse. It's in the private. 
Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Let me let me get in there. Let me just okay. Hold on. Oh, yes. A very good friend of the show, Scrub Nurse, who's on uh Nuf Nukem Sunday podcast. Uh good morning Xbox that everyone should be tuning into. Uh he says Sony will put out God of War 2 and and won't worry about Starfield because of arrogance or plus they need to get it out to the masses. Yeah, you know, I I think you're you're definitely onto something because there is a bit of uh of arrogance to Sony that they've always been that way. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, he, uh, the $10 super chat was talking about from, uh, ga- yes. Somebody want to say something. Oh, okay. Um, he says, uh, he continues, sorry, but when it's a matter of reputation and you have no reputation points to lose, you allow no besmirching. I, you know, he's definitely on something. Praz, uh, pragmatic Eagle. Good friend, generous friend of the show. He drops a $10 super chat and says, the idea that every release has to be a AAA to be a worthwhile release is indicative of why some gamers claim mm-hmm. to be bored. Try AA in indie games. You won't be disappointed. Boredom the is your most, own doing. I- the most innovation you will find is in the indie games. Indie games. And then yes, the AAA steal it later on yes. and polish it down till it is bland and acceptable to everyone. Yeah. That's where your action is going to be. I just wanted to say one more thing that sure, a point that I was making to to you earlier, Boom, when we talked and and uh, Asante. I, I I just I'm get I'm tired. Nobody on this panel, but I'm I'm a little tired of seeing sort of the blue envy that a lot of us on Team Green get, where we see well Sony's doing this, so they don't have to do that. I really think. They uh, Xbox has a winning plan right now. They do. And they have to indeed. stick to that. And if they start changing up plans just because they want to uh, meet a uh, 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 sort of fake comparison, I think Sony can be great and do what they do, and and they can do different things and still be a runaway uh, success. So it is a competition, yes, but not like a, a, a dirty competition in the way that we are used to because that's what that is what the industry used to be right now they are they are their goal is to create value for you in game pass it's not necessarily to beat sony so when they have big titles for you to play and interesting smaller titles for you to play that's how they win and yeah, no, again, you're, you're onto something with that. 100%. And, and with with the 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 Series S, they're creating a world where you they're go, they can win over PlayStation fans without having to make them have a choice because the Series S can be positioned as a secondary console or or just a, a budget console. All those things. So two things can be true: Horizon Forbidden West can be huge. And Microsoft's war of attrition can ultimately, when things are said and done by the end of the year, um, be the right one when we go back and look at it. Because while we were in it in 2021, all we talked about was um, Ratchet and Clank and, and Returnal. Yeah. But when we got to the end of the year, we were like, oh, wow, 20 nominations? Oh, wow, 15 million players in Horizon and whatever the Halo numbers are, we'll see those soon, I I guess, maybe, right? And look forward to, I think, the 25th, which is when they're invested day. So um, they're going to make some announcements there. And that's where we heard the last Game Pass numbers last year. So we will see. Or maybe we'll hear something else. Who knows? 
maybe we'll hear something else. But we're going to get, you know, we're going to roll into that in a hot second because I got some thoughts about IO Interactive. Uh, but mm-hmm. Slow Mo Backslap, good friend mm-hmm. of the show, good friend of this community, and as slanderous <laughs> as ever, says simply this after dropping a $5 super chat. How Boom isn't at 10K subs is a travesty. As almost as big as a travesty as Sonic's open world frame rate. <laughs> well, Ooh. he's oh. not wrong. <laughs> I mean, oh. Frontiers is a, has a good shot to win game of the year, certainly from Everborn. I can't wait for it because I'm a stand for Sonic, but I'm a stand for Sonic Adventure. Uh, but Birdo, DJ Birdo DOS drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, this podcast is extra juicy tonight. Everborn cracking me up. Indeed, and that's what he does. <laughs> but look, folks, um, continuing the uh, the onslaught of good topics. Um, as it was announced last week, uh, in surprising form and fashion, Hitman 3, uh, in fact, all three Hitmans, the Hitman trilogy is coming to Xbox Game Pass on the 20th. Uh, that along with Extraction, that along with No One Saves, Nobody Saves the World, which, by the way, is one of those indie games from the makers of Guacamelee that you should play and download day and date into Xbox Game Pass. Um, we have it on confirm on confirmation that IO Interactive is in fact working exclusively right now with Xbox on Project Dragon and that has been described as a game is uh Destiny meets World of Warcraft and those exact words come to good friend of this show and good friend of the community Jez Corden of Windows Central when he was discussing the game openly but what's interesting folks is what happened today. Uh, it was announced uh, almost, it, it, it tell you, things happen in the world of gaming that you just, you're like, wow. Well, it was announced that um, IOI and IO Interactive uh, has uh, uh, just started a hiring spree for their new studio in Barcelona, Spain. Hey, boom. Real yes, quick, sir. let me ask you a question. I know you're coming to this. Where did they get the money to do that? Oh, stop it. Well, you know, it's funny because... <laughs> stop leading, leading the witness, man. Come on lead, but 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 <laughs> But I did sell this to the masses that are here, and we have over 300 people here, and I want to thank everybody for coming out and supporting this show that we do weekly. We quite enjoy doing. Um, it is, you know, it, it makes you wonder whether or not the I.O. acquisition has already happened. Uh, We know that they were at some point owned by Square Enix. Uh, They left Square Enix, uh, like many, many studios, and like Square Enix has done to Crystal Dynamics and several others, threw them under the bus as well. They sold them the rights back to, uh, of course, of Hitman. Uh, And the question that I'm going to pose, and I'm going to start with Tay, he's our special guest. Uh, When you start seeing... The the uh, very similar to what Everborn just said, they just opened up a brand new studio. They're going on a, an outstanding and ridiculous hiring spree to uh, to not only produce. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming further Hitman titles or you know uh, support what they currently have, but they're also working on Project Dragon. But they're also working on a 007 original IP. 
And I have a feeling that that is going to wind up uh, converting to an Xbox exclusive just based on the uh, James Bond N64 game being remade or, 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 or you know, for uh, later on this year as that was announced as an Xbox exclusive. And I think Nintendo is getting the original GoldenEye uh, on their, on their uh, online service. It's it we we could say, you know, very similar to what uh, everyone just said, where are they getting this money from to do all of this hiring to open up this new studio on the other side of the world and to take on James Bond, Project Dragon and continue to support Hitman. They're a small independent studio, which doesn't have a lot of uh, players in it. I I like to believe that they might be one of those studios that have been acquired, just has not been announced, and we could see something soon. Tay, what are your thoughts on, first of all, uh, Hitman, the trilogy, coming to Xbox Game Pass? Because that is hundreds, if not a thousand hours worth of play. The content is ridiculous. But what are your thoughts on if what what how would you feel if IO and Hitman became first party? Um, I think it's huge for Xbox. Um, first of all, the, um, the Hitman um, trilogy coming through. And if Microsoft was to purchase them, I mean, it, it could have happened already. Um, we don't really know um, the talk, uh, what's what's been going on. But, you know, when I was looking at IO, it's a very interesting company just because they've done a full circle in the sense that, you know, they were acquired before by Square Enix. And then um, they managed to do what most developers didn't um can't do which is they managed to leave square or they managed to leave their publisher and then they managed to also obtain the they Hitman made it out alive yeah exactly no which is which is really where and um mm-hmm. i was listening i was listening listen to what the ceo said and he said I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it but he said something to the to the tune of you know now we can chart our own like destiny or something like that right so it's going to take something very special if you're going to potentially you know give all that up to sign with another publisher you must align with them, let's say, culturally. And I think you must believe that financially and financially that they, they support your vision. And that's when I think this um, Project Dragon comes into play. I think... 10-year yeah. project, by the way. Exactly. And I think the main thing here is... <clears throat> I don't think Microsoft wants just another developer. I think they, they actually want a developer that can, they can actually grow it. And I think they want to make sure that this is the right thing for them. So the project works in the sense that, like, they both get to know each other, right? Um, they both get to understand how each other works. So, you know, yes. um, Ayo gets to find out, you know, is Microsoft always go- I mean, going down their neck every single week, calling them, what are the updates? I think yeah. it's that back and forth. And once you realize that, you know what, um, this makes sense, then I think that's where um, the acquisition occurs. It's it's a good catch from Microsoft, um, for sure. But I think e- even from their point of view, they don't look at them as, okay, fine, you know what? You're going to release these games. And it's going to do good. I think Microsoft wants to take them to the next level. I think those are the kind of de- um, developers um, that they need to acquire. They have, they have amazing talents. Like I, have, I, actually, I actually haven't played the Hitman games, but I've seen enough of them to know that Hitman 3 is a work of art. If you, if you look at how that game looks, just like mm-hmm. there's a specific level that blew me away. I think it's in um, uh, in uh, uh, India where you have mm-hmm. to... It, 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 there's a marble flooring throughout the entire level that you could see the reflection of him when it, it's just... It's breathtaking. And first of all, 
Um, I, I would look, I, I know we're not going to get into who's the better IP is, is master chief better than the, the, you know, this one or that one. I'm not going to get into that, but I will say that, um, agent 47 is an, I is a character that is synonymous with gaming. And I would put him up there with the Mario's. I'd put him up there with the Tomb Raiders and Laura Croft's. I'd put him up there with the Master Chiefs. He as long is, as you didn't say Sonic. We okay. Well, he's I would say that he could stand with Sonic simply because See? he has been around for he's been around long enough, yeah. Right. So getting that as an uh, I mean I IO uh, in themselves, first of all, I just confirmed it uh, uh, according to uh, LinkedIn. They have officially 200 employees only, and and that number stopped in 2021. So they're currently sitting at 200. To think of what they did after leaving Square, right, and releasing what many people in this community have uh, Hitman 3 in their top, top five of 2021. Even some even said that was they should have gotten the game of the year nod, uh, no doubt about that. Getting getting this as a first party IP along with the studio that is going to work on potentially two exclusives, it's a big deal, Tay. No, it's huge, and I think um, from a Microsoft perspective, it's uh, it it it's a it's it's a great catch. And um, to be honest, I, I like I actually need to play the games myself because as soon as um, I saw this, I was thinking this is something I've missed out on. And what do you know? It's on Game pass so it's probably something i'll try in in, in the coming weeks um, for sure um microsoft uh, you know I, I think out of all the the rumors i've heard of you know certain um companies that they're looking to acquire i found the this one the most interesting and i think this is um probably uh, maybe not from a publisher point of view but from a developer point of view probably the biggest catch i think you know for some reason and again I, this is just an opinion tay um i i get ninja ninja theory vibes from IO Interactive in, in regards to size and, 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 and pure talent that could be acquired. And I think you're onto something. I think this is the kind of studio that would work well with Microsoft. And I think that you, you, you don't sign on for a 10 year project in gaming. Right. This, you know, this, this, this isn't, uh, you know, a food business. This is gaming and, 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 and everything gaming changes from day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, unless you are, uh, you, you understand what Microsoft is selling. Right. And you don't say we're going to, yeah, we have this project that it's going to be a big, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, world of Warcraft or wow meets destiny. Uh, and, and, and that be an Xbox exclusive and be working with them. I, I don't think you do that unless you're, you're, you're confident that you can, you know, agree to such terms. And, and when I see that kind of a deal and when I see a new studio in Barcelona and it's supposed to be pretty gorgeous and, and pretty and pretty big, they're hiring at a fever's pitch. It makes me believe that there could be an acquisition very similar to what can, everybody Can I add on really yeah, quick yeah, yeah. to Tay's point? And, and I, I think he, he does, Tay, you bring up something of something very interesting, which is, do you go through all the trouble of getting out from underneath a terrible publisher? By all accounts, I said it. Yeah, Square Enix. Uh, they're right, terrible. You're they're right. terrible, they're they're the terrible people. Do you yeah, do you turn back around and I don't care if it's all uh, kumbaya and peach fuzz and all this stuff? Do you turn back around and sign with anybody and give up your independence again after you did all that 
after you went through all that trouble. That's a difficult ask for anybody, and that could put something uh, on it. That being said, Microsoft, at least at this time, is one of the few publishers who will say, when you come over here, do you do you what you do. Yeah, The booty lets right? you breathe, is what you're saying. You the booty are, lets you breathe. See? Jesus. I will say pause for the audience. Now, again... That's what I'm here for today. I'm sorry. <laughs> the comic relief, I love it. It's great. Okay, but 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 more seriously, um, do... If, you know, them making what they want will serve... Um, it will create value for the, the Game Pass model, and it will fill holes that, that need to be filled. So if you are going to give up your freedom again, you're going to go somewhere where you can basically make what you want, which is the reason you wanted your freedom anyway, but it takes away some of the fear uh, of, of being out on your own. Yes. So, yeah, exactly. You know, I understand both sides of it is what I'm saying, but you do make a great point, Tay, that it, it is a, a difficult ask to, for, for someone to say, I'm going to, I fought to get this freedom. Now I'm going to, Give it up again and and give back the IP that I just like fought to 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 get again. I mean, there yeah, is one must, thing you must though. trust them. Yes, there is, there is one piece of the yeah. puzzle though. There is another company that literally did exactly the same thing, Bungie, and they did it twice. They they got out from underneath Microsoft yeah. only to get underneath Activision and then got out from underneath Activision as well. You know, still it, alive, it, baby. True, it is true that they, they that that is a difficult ask. But to be able to make the games at the high clip that they want to and be able to fund it well, you need that big money, man. It's, yeah, it's a do. very it's a it's yeah. a needle you have, they have to thread. It you is know? it, it I, I you know to add to what Kate or Kate it's it's a razor's edge that they must walk. And, but but I think the difference is is Microsoft has twenty three studios, mm-hmm. and there are some small ones in there. You know, you small ones that have now expanded: Ninja Theory, Obsidian. Um, in exile, the, these, the, you know, the, the coalition. Yeah. The, 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 there's quite a few smaller ones in there that I'm sure, uh, you know, th- these developers talk, folks. Uh, you know, just because one works on this franchise and this one doesn't work on this franchise, I mean, they're not good friends and they're talking. And the talk of the town has been Xbox in the way they're because they get they've gotten criticized this by many people. Oh, I'm just tired of Microsoft letting people do what they want. That's ridiculous. They should make them do this. Well, we see how that works out, and that's not always, and that's not a good way to do business in Microsoft. This is a much different Microsoft, uh, and we're seeing that people want to team up with them. People want to work with them because of the way Matt Booty and Phil Spencer and Sarah Bond and and uh, and the rest of the team, Aaron Greenberg, handle their business. And obviously, we got to remember, folks, this gaming is a business. They they want to, everyone wants to make money, but to to um. Kaysante's point, which is an excellent one, they want to make these tenacious games that have scope and scale of something that is a little outside of their budget. Well, they're, they, you know, they're, the days of crowdfunding the next Hitman Four isn't yeah. something that they want to do because that doesn't always work. Uh, and right now, if they were to sign with Microsoft, they're getting themselves in a position where Microsoft says, "Yeah, you want to make Hitman Four go crazy? Just." You know, let us know what you need, and they just say what they need. And yeah, we, we need to hire X amount of devs. Okay, you know, whatever. 
and they and and I think that that in itself is is the the, the conversation. But D- Dutch, I want to grab your opinion on this. Um, Io big get from Microsoft, and sh- could it have already happened? Uh, yeah, it's quite possible. I think there's quite a few of them. Uh, we know we've known over the last few months that Microsoft, Xbox, have been should we say putting the feelers out and and testing certain developers and studios that they're working with on uh, much like avalanche um of course with the development of contraband that's that's very much a test phase to see how they work together um, and how the project goes etc um and io is one of them obviously going going with them on a on a uh an exclusive title um that's a big undertaking in anyone's books um and of course um as we know um that that is a the start of how relationships build um we we can only we can only hope that the the project uh, project dragon goes well um and it, whatever that project is 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 awesome and it's it's a new experience um Something a little bit different. I think developers like IO probably want to get away from doing stuff that they've been doing for years. So they'll probably be wanting to get away from Hitman for a bit now. Um, they've got a trilogy. The, the the last one in the in the series, Hitman Three, was was extremely well received, and rightfully so. Um, I just yeah, I I hope um, that it goes well. I can only imagine. I don't think it's probably already happened, but it's most definitely they're putting. The groundwork in to make sure that they have the best tools possible to complete the projects that they've agreed uh, upon so far. Um, and if this goes well, then that could very well lead to an acquisition. Um, personally, it's uh, it's the same same boat as like I say Avalanche, and I think very much the same boat as Asobo. Um, yes, yes. Those those three studios particularly um, are very much in the in the fire range of, of Microsoft testing them right now. Um, I think Asobo is probably going to be the out of all of them. Asobo is probably the 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 nearest one to potential acquisition. Um, I think the work that they're doing, specifically getting, I mean, after after the you've got to think after the the six, sheer success of a Plague's Tale, which was out of the blue, to get a Plague uh, Plague's Tale Requiem in, in the Game Pass day one, that is. That is That's massive. Huge. I forgot Dude. about that. When is that coming, Dutch? That's uh, is that March part of the year? March, or? I think. Yeah, it's oh, like March. Yeah. I completely quarter. forgot about that. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming Maggie played the first one. I love the first masterpiece. One. Incredible. Yeah. And sorry, you know, sorry. You, I didn't you know what? I was just shocked. Yeah, real, know. real quick. Uh, you know, and, and Everborn said this. I'm surprised he didn't chime in on this. If you think about it, a plague's tale, plague's tale two was completely funded by Microsoft money because they, yep. they used the money from Flight Sim to do so. You yep. know? So it's almost tit for tat here. You know, and, Why and wouldn't it be in Game yeah. Pass, right? Flight Sim's got a 10-year plan with Mike, with, with Asobo as well. Yep. So yep. It's, a, it's, a long, it's a long-standing relationship that they intend mm-hmm. to do it. And they, they, like I say, in, in terms of Asobo, they're, they're one step above both Avalanche and IO. They have their own game engine, which is now proven. Yes. And it's a fantastic 100%. engine. Hey, like uh, Microsoft, phenomenal game pass is like Denzel Washington at the Oscars, they're going home with something. <laughs> I love it, that's great because we who doesn't love Denzel Washington? I mean, that, yeah. that, that's a man of men, no, no doubt about that. But uh, anything else you'd like to add to the conversation? No, no, like I, say it's, I would, it's, 
particularly it's it's um like i say microsoft i think now are doing very much testing grounds they're not just going out and just public like buying everyone left right and center um people like to always say that about ninja theory but if if you go way back ninja theory created enslaved odyssey to the west um so which good, was next man. Xbox exclusive title uh and and then of course like i say you have a look at bethesda that's a 20-year relationship like <laughs> that's the beginning of xbox and the first time they ported a game to console um so the, the studios that they've purchased aren't like just overnight things these are the things hey, that long standing hey, yes how long has Microsoft been working with Sega? Oh, God. I'm sorry, I'm decades. Decades. Somebody mute decades. this man. Speaking of which, by the way, they helped them make the Dreamcast. They True. Did. They did. True. They did. Yeah. They absolutely did. Absolutely. Kesante. I want to come yes, to sir. you next on this. I want to get your opinion, but I got to thank a couple of people. First of all, Brian Hopkins, good, generous friend of the show. He drops a $10 subject. This is the holiday messed me up. I forgot. It was primetime gaming night. Silly me. Thank you so much for assembling uh, to give us an uh, an awesome show and an awesome panel. Cheers, guys. And you know something? I'm, I, I want to say that today, tonight I failed as a host um, because I had written down notes that I wanted to open up with uh, talking about Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, my, if you don't know, my brother is African-American. Um, and, um, I, I'm like a shaking bag of races. Um, and, uh, today's a special day. Today is a day that, you know, it's a holiday. People get off, people get to sleep late on, on this particular Monday, but it's, it's a, it's a much more important day for what that man and his family continue to do. And that is, uh, equality race relations, uh, in this country, uh, I, I, again, I, I'm, I apologize that I didn't open up with it because I did have notes to talk about. It's important to me personally, uh, professionally, and I think morally, it should be important to everyone uh, because where you come from and the color of your skin should never matter. And Dr. Martin Luther King uh, tried to and, and succeeded in making that uh, an important conversation that even many, many, many years after his untimely uh, death still matter, and his family continue to uh, be in the news and uh, march forth of what he wanted to do. So, of course, I would just want to wish all of our African-American community a very happy uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Day. It's important to talk about, um, and it's important that uh, it's, it's not lost, it's just a holiday that we get off from work, that it's important, the message that stands behind what Dr. King and his family continue to do. Uh, but with that said, and I didn't want to bring it down, but I, I, I had to talk mm -hmm. about it. It's important to me as a human being and someone that uh, is, uh, my wife is Hispanic. My family comes from both Poland and uh, Madrid, Spain. Uh, I got a little American Indian Cherokee as well. And my brother is, in fact, African-American. So I am a shaken bag, bag of uh, races. And uh, probably why I get along with everyone that crosses my path, because quite frankly, I do love everyone. But let me continue um, and say that we have a new channel member in the form of Nathan 
Rogan. Thank you so much for becoming a channel member. Definitely appreciate that. Brian Hopkins drops an additional $2 super chat and says, I always a big get. Very effective and a skilled team. Indeed it is. The wise old gamer, good and generous friend of the show. <laughs> the nastiest one of the bunch, but a great guy altogether. He says this in typical old game, uh, wise old gamer for, uh, form and, uh, and, 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 and format. He says... Let me see where it is. Microsoft makes studios grow faster than Viagra. <laughs> Maybe they should just change the color from green to Viagra blue. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Um, he also says... No, um, after that, oh, it's uh, Nightwolf. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And Nightwolf, a good and generous friend of the show, has been a supporter of this channel for quite some time. Nightwolf, thank you for being here. And thank you for your $5 super chat. He says, the sheer thought of IO possibly becoming... An Xbox studio is pretty cool. Curious as to what cool new IPs they could make. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, it's it's would be, I mean, look, uh, they're working on James Bond. They're going to continue Hitman. And, of course, they're working on Project Dragon, which is a monster undertaking. I don't know, with 200 people and they're hiring in Barcelona – could they undertake any more? But I am excited to find out because I think that they really do fit that that Microsoft format of who you'd want to add to the uh, you know to your your growing list of of developers. But Kaysante, um, could they have signed already? And what are your thoughts? Would that be a big get for Xbox Xbox Game Pass and the millions of fans? Yeah, I, I actually think it's very interesting the whole situation with IO Interactive. A lot of people forget. Two things. First off, like to your point, uh, um, Boom, when they first started doing the Kickstarter for, for Hitman 1, the yep. number one complaint people had was, oh, this game is coming in small doses. It wasn't yes, come, It wasn't one pieces. the whole game. In yes. pieces. Why? Because they couldn't afford to make the whole thing, right? So whether they like it or not, they need some big big money backing, right? Indeed. Obviously, yeah. it needs to be big money backing that backs off. You know, as I said, the booty got to let him breathe. Forgive me. Pause. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. Pause. But you know, it, it, as as has been said aptly by the by the panel members, it's all a trial run. They're trying to see how well they work together. Tay said that. See how how well they work together. See how well the 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 the, the culture of the companies gel before maybe possible acquisitions or further deepening of that relationship happens. Right. You know. So so I definitely am in interested in that. Another thing that most people forget is. Hitman has already been in Game Pass. One and two were in Game Pass for quite yeah. some time, right? But at that time, they were not the biggest hitters that, uh, of the day. They were, you know, the eye of Game Pass was more on the whole the whole AAA thing. So Game Pass got them for a while. They, you know, they were good, and then they left. And now we're talking about a trilogy. Not not just adding the third one in to complete it. Oh no, but one they're re-releasing the trilogy. Yeah. So all of them, right, are yeah, in, yeah, you know, yeah. and. Do I think that it's a possible a possibility that they could be acquired already? Although Microsoft is a publicly traded company, so far, uh, um, uh, we'd have to I. know about it. Someone had wrote that in the chat. That's correct. Yes, yes. But I.O. is not a publicly no. traded company. The only time you would have to know about it, and that is actually how Microsoft got away with acquiring a few other studios that they dropped at E3, right? Because those companies they acquired were not publicly they traded. Were privately. So there was no dis disclosure necessary and all that. So right. it is definitely a possibility that, you know, some 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 situations have happened. Although, as, as Tay has also pointed out, being that they have been once bitten, twice shy, you know, it would have to be some magic happening yeah. at Microsoft with them for them to, to, to give up their freedom once again, you know. 
I am super excited that this is this is happening. Tay, you need to play at least at least start from two. If not one, start from two. It amazing games. Ama- I mean, absolutely phenomenal game, especially by the number of people who created it. And it, it's like a people people puzzle simulator, like how you approach things. There's so many ways to get things done in that game. It is fantastic. So I'm very excited to play to play it again. My and this is my 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 small little uh, a little thing that I'm standing on. Uh, before they announced that it was coming to Game Pass, they also announced that they were giving VR support to all three of the games. So any of the games that were existing. Uh, I think at at one time, uh, one and two had VR support on PlayStation because that's the only console platform that has VR support. But now that it's coming to Game Pass proper, including Game Pass PC, there's VR support for all three. So that means all Oculus users, you know, I'm looking at you, Boom, all y'all can now get in on the greatness that is Oculus and play this full game, not even a, a dumbed down version, a full game, all in VR. My question, which I've posed to uh, to IO, and I'm getting a bunch of likes and people replying back, will that be the version that comes to Game Pass as well? Please, somebody mm, give me that answer because that's what I want. That that will get me to replay the whole thing if I can, because I have one and two on Xbox, and then I have three on the Epic Game Store. So if, oh, if, uh, if yeah. they release all three in Game Pass with VR support, oh yeah, I'm playing through that entire thing. Again. Well, it's a whole new experience. Amazing. Yeah, hundred yes, percent. Yeah, it, it, so... it really takes it to a different place you know and and yes i, I know i know uh, uh mr everborn saga is going to use my own argument against me <laughs> and say i don't want to play games that are not built for vr but these games were actually built with vr in mind i'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry i couldn't hear you you were on mute at that time could you repeat that last line <laughs> <laughs> let us move swiftly along shall we <laughs> but no they were built with vr in mind in the first place that is why they were able to enable it on, on the PlayStation platform yes. in VR because they built it in a way you have to build a game with accuracy. Otherwise, the minute you put it in VR, you know, all of a sudden buildings are too high and it's, it just doesn't work. So they built them with the idea that eventually they would allow uh, VR three-dimensional play in it. So that's why it was seamless in its integration. So being able to do that with all three, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. People want that next AAA experience, you know, in VR. This is that. This is definitely that, you know. So, are they going to do it? Are they going to? Uh, um, is Microsoft acquiring them? I don't know. I hope so, but but a small piece of me says that would be kind of sad because as soon as they do, we may never see any VR integration from them again. <laughs> so we don't know. Never you know what I'm saying? Never, never say never. Never say never. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I, I hope not. Is what I'm saying. I'll say. I, I say. Not. I think you'd still see it because Microsoft releases all their games on Steam. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So it, w- it would just be on the PC side. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things that you never know because there have been games that have been definitely released in the in the uh, in the X- Xbox Game Pass, uh, uh, the I guess the PC Game Pass store now that did get VR support, whereas others completely didn't. And there's a Steam version that is. So it's just kind of, you know, they, they've been all over the place so far with that. So I hope to see what where this goes. But yes, it's very exciting times. And those who have not played th- those games you now have no excuse it is absolutely a tour de force it is you know especially the amount of people that they put to work on that thing the passion for the game they have successfully revived hitman like like lara croft was revived by by crystal dynamic and the, and yep. the others 100%. you know people forget 
that 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 Agent Forty Seven is from that from that era. All they remember now is is these these games that are coming out now. So you yeah. know they've successfully done it, and, and I'm looking forward to playing them again. Yeah, yeah. You, great, great, you've great. sold it to me, so I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll talk, brother. I I can't yeah. wait to hear what you say. Yeah, and and, and I think I think uh, K Sunday is right. I, I think if you're going to start with something, start with two. Two is really good. Um, but I want to get Nag. But before I do, yes. I, a couple of bomb super chats have come in. JD Gamer once again drops an additional ten dollars super chat and says, "Of all the studios that Microsoft needs to get, a Sobo is first in line for you." Uh, to me, uh, he says their streaming tech is uh, in the game engine uh, for Flight Slim has to be brought in house and e- reimagined. It could be added to Forza Tech. Just awesome. We also have um, a very wow. I mean, a, 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 almost ridiculous super chat from good friend and generous friend of the show, Bunty. He drops, folks, a fifty dollar super chat and says, "Enough respect, boom, enough respect." Thank you for recognizing Dr. Martin Luther King, and that's why I love your show and will always be a member as long as you have a show. Enough respect. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I, 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 I feel bad halfway through the show that I decided to talk about that. It should have been the opening conversation because it's in, it's, it's incredible and incredibly important. I, I get it. The holiday aspect gets really lost on the message that's supposed mm-hmm. to be there, you know, and, and look, I, I can't say if any other podcast is going to talk about it, but I'm, I'm proud that we did. Uh, to be honest with you. And it's important to me to have spoken about it. And I thank you for the ridiculous generosity. Um, we also have uh, Brian Hopkins drops. Wow. An additional, um, and I'm very generous $20 super chat. In, in addition to what he already did. So I appreciate the diverse panel, especially on a day like this. Cheers brothers. Thank you for all the awesome content that you all, all, all you folks offer. You're awesome. And I appreciate your hard work. Well, we appreciate you. And of course the generosity, but Mag, let's get yes, in sir. on uh, let, let, IO is, uh, you know, Kaysante brings up a great point. No one thinks about where they were. Uh-huh. The other hitmans that were, they were they were received. I don't know if you would consider them well received. I, I I think that they would people loved playing them, but when they rebooted the series, when they put a uh, a new spin on the yeah. way that you do things, specifically in the um the challenges where you the the hard tar the the hard targets you have to go out and you had to go find you had to get clues yeah. and it was. I remember the giant bomb guys like making it almost mm-hmm. a part of their podcast. They were talking yeah. about killing the clown guy and how they <laughs> did it and everything else. But this is an opportunity for Microsoft seeing how, I mean, again, we can only assume that they're working well together. Cause like I was talking with Tay earlier, you don't sign on for a 10 year project unless you're comfortable with the set developer, because they obviously just came from working with Square Enix, who you'll hear Everborn Saga talk about very uh, scandalously and, and, and for good reason, because they are just terrible people over at the, they're a bunch of terrible publishers over there. Yes, We've they heard are. it. They're terrible. Yeah, let's not call them terrible people, but terrible publishers. Publishers. They're, they're, they're 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 the people, the, the, the people may be very great, comfortable but, with terrible. Yeah, terrible yeah, publisher. <laughs> terrible publisher. Mag, would this yes. be a big deal? Yeah, and you know, to, to your point, Boom, what you said there. Um, I'm sorry. When you get in the bed with someone for ten years, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're gonna buy that ring. Okay? Common law marriage, right? Common law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? 
You're in bed with these people for a long time, okay? You know that ring is coming. They, they, you do not make a commitment like that on that level for that many years if you don't already have them. A working you know, relationship, bag, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of bed, by the way, Asante, uh, you know, you mentioned booty like seven times tonight. You got some on your mind tonight? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I want to make a shirt that says "Respect the booty." That's all I want to do. <laughs> you should do that. You, I would this buy is, that shirt. This is better. Lock the door. Okay, Asante's coming for you. I'm telling you, he keeps mentioning it. Anyway, and, and by the booty, I mean the mat booty. I'm sorry, forgive me. This is what clear. Jesus. Okay, all right, never mind. Um, the man's last name is Booty. What can I do? I'm sorry. I know it's so amazing. It's just like the guy from Nintendo. It His itself, name is Bowser, know? for Christ's sake. Exactly. Like, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. You know. Um, anyways, um, here's the thing. Uh, they've openly said. Now we've talked about this earlier. That this is this is a dream for like a company like IO Interactive, right? Yeah, Where, I agree. You know, for them, it's a dream because not only are you going to get that financial support, okay? Not only are you going to basically going to be, you know, I got you, okay? You're covered for life, basically, with these guys. It's not like you're going to sit there and worry about turning your lights on tomorrow. Microsoft's got it under control, right? That would be the first thing. The second thing is they've openly said it. You guys have all said it on the panel, okay? Almost every single one of you guys said the same thing, is that it's allow- they allow their teams to grow not only technically, yeah. okay, because of the obviously the you know the 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 actual equipment they get to use, the, you know the um, you know the the research and development that they get to use, utilize. It's also they get to grow artistically, right? And they allow them to do that. Now the thing is, of course, the money helps, right? Because I mean, your artistic vision can go only so far, but the rest of it's got to be paid for somehow, right? Yeah. So it's a marriage of those two things, which is absolutely perfect for a company like this. That is what makes me excited that turns a company like IO Interactive into a naughty dog, into, you know, um, uh, what, the, what the hell are they call it? My Insomniac God, Games. The, uh, Ninja Theory, Insomniac. excuse me. Yeah. yeah, Insomniac, geez, Insomniac, Ninja Theory, all these companies, right? These are the what that's what they turn into when you put your faith and your money behind it. Yeah. Right. And that's what and that's what I think this Project Dragon. This is not an experiment, guys. This is a 10-year project. This is a Destiny 2 kind of situation, right? Whether you love it or hate it, whatever. People love it, okay? The point is is that it's it's something that they're they're investing in. They obviously have faith in the company, faith in the product, faith in the company, and faith in what we're going to be doing with it. So, therefore, they're going to help them along the way. Now, the other thing, you know, you got to bend the knee to Everborn, okay? He said it. How'd they pay for that new studio in Barcelona? Yeah, you know, it, they didn't it, pay with it for coins. The camera money. comes on when <laughs> yeah. you say Ben the Need Everborn. Yeah, well, I knew. Yeah, well, hey, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on in this show tonight. A lot of in between the line stuff. I'm not really sure I'm comfortable with, boys. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, they didn't get it from the coins under their couch cushion. No, they did not. Okay. And they, they, they're getting it from somebody, and especially from what you're saying, Boom, it's a beautiful place, probably state-of-the-art, right? The whole nine yards. Okay? These don't just pop out of nowhere. You ever been to Barcelona? Maybe yes, I have. Beautiful place. Yeah. Also an expensive place. Very expensive. Very expensive. Very expensive place yes. to live. And you yes. got an office in the heart of Barcelona, and you just throwing out money for new hires? This is also a studio that only has 200 people, by the way. 
Oh, that'll know, again, grow. With it. Well, no, I'm saying, but the, the, I'm just saying that the size of it oh, indicates right. that they didn't find the money in the, uh, the the couch cushions. Yeah, and that you know what that sounds to me like? If they got a big studio, especially a big state-of-the-art studio, and they have 200 people, that means that they're going to be – they bought that building to expand them to three, four, five hundred people. Indeed. That yeah. is exactly what they're going to do. And I tell you, I, I think you, I think everybody's absolutely right, is that Microsoft – it's already a done deal. But, of course, it's, it's just not – you know, you know the thing is, you got to have that ace. You know, you got to have that ace up the sleeve. You got to announce it when it is strategically, you know, when it's when you know when it's a good time to strategically announce it, right? You want to wait for something that you could actually not steal thunder from Sony per se, but it's all about you know once again, like as we talked about in the first topic of the show, it's all about the mind share. It's all about you know capturing the imagination of the consumers, right? And the thing is, oh, and by the way, Tay, I got to tell you something. Listen, I talked to Randall Thor pretty much on a weekly basis right and we talk all mm-hmm. the time and the one thing he said and, and he's actually even said it on his show too hitman 3 was one of his favorite games of all of last year yeah he did say that yep okay sure and he said that multiple times and i asked him about it uh, a while back and i'm like is it really worth it because i was actually thinking about buying the um buying that whole whatever i don't i don't want to call it a box set but you know like that trilogy, old trilogy thing mm-hmm. and he's like absolutely worth every penny of course i didn't listen to him and i didn't buy it anyway it slipped through the crack but guess what and there you Game go pa- you there won you out. go there you're a winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> and here we are there we're in go. that situation where the fomo actually did not pay off it was perfect so it actually worked out for me right so anyways the point is is that this is this is great all around i look forward to seeing that what they're going to be doing i look forward to this project dragon uh, i look forward to dive into it in in what uh hitman in about what three days Two days yeah. from now, whatever it is. Uh, was it Thursday, I think? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, so Thursday. I'm really looking yep. forward to it. That's right, the 20th. So there we go. So you know what? I, I'm i excited. I'm just basically just like everybody else is quietly kind of just waiting for them to just officially announce it because yeah. – like I said, I think it's a done deal. You don't, you don't, you don't make a a, a a ten year plan and not own that damn company. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Uh, so how somehow some just just as we were getting ready to get to Everborn, Everborn he disappeared. He disappeared <laughs> out. Hopefully he'll be back momentarily. Say um, Sega three times. He'll pop back in. Yeah. Oh my Sega. god, my Candyman. <laughs> oh my god. I was, I was just gonna. Mirror. I was gonna say La Jarona or uh, or or Candyman. <laughs> or, or, quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't look in the mirror and say it because then uh-huh. obviously yeah. he's gonna be. He'll pop up behind you. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh, wow, I like that one. There you go. Dutch on it too now. Oh, this god, is great. What happened to this panel? Uh, look, I, I, I want to say uh, real quick, Wise Old Gamer drops an additional $2 super chat. He says, I wanted to drop a low a super chat uh, just for contrast. I, listen, uh, I, I'm very, very thrilled and always grateful because I'm not – this is not done for money. That, you know, if, if anyone drops a super chat, trust me when I tell you we are – we try to reinvest in the community. Uh, last year was our biggest giveaway year ever in the history of the channel uh specifically the 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 christmas show was a thousand dollar show uh and that's just that mo- that money's is uh is used and turned around from the super chats and channel memberships so we could give back to the community and uh so thank you for the extra for the additional super chat bro definitely appreciate that uh i don't know what happened to everborn 
Uh, but we are closing in on the two-hour mark, and uh, it's late, super, super late where Tay is right now. So, of course, I want to get to the outros, and if we can get uh, we can get Everborn back, we'll get his opinion before we get on out of here. Tay, dude, you, you delivered in a big way, and uh, I please, I, I really want you to sell your brand. I, I need you to tell people. There he is. Every, oh, gosh, I love it, Joe. Uh, Everborn, we'll get you. We'll get to you in one second, brother. We'll get your opinion on it. Uh, but Tay. By all means, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they could check you out. Where where could they tune in for Tay Talks in your weekly videos? Check out your YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel. And, of course, follow you on social media. Yeah, first of all, thanks again, Boom, for having me. Really did enjoy this. Um, I don't know. I, I know we've been planning it for a while. And obviously, just due to time schedules, we haven't been able to um, align. But um, I'm sure things are looking good now. Um Tie Talks is the name of the channel, T-A-Y-E-T-A-L-K-S. Um, so primarily I just deal with you know, analysis videos on the gaming industry, um, character analysis such as uh, Shepard. And obviously um, I, I've done a few did gaming one. videos yes. as well. And I reached out to Boom actually to help me out with that video, um, Master Chief versus um, Commander Shepard. And he came through with that. So we appreciate that. And also, even um, I, I do have another project in works that I'm going to reach out to you on, but like that's a separate topic for now. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you guys like um RPG content, if you like um gaming news videos, Xbox, PlayStation, then just come over to the channel. That's Taye Talks, T A Y E T A L K S. Oh, that's thank you, I- thank you very much, brother. We definitely appreciate you being here today, and we will definitely get you back for sure so we can get you on out of here because i know it's super super late where you are and of course continuing in the super late area wandering dutch i don't want to keep you too long brother because i know you got to get up for work uh by all means sell your brand brother talk about what you got going on not only in the coming weeks but this year for obviously your incredible podcast with your group of mates that are all uh, bring something special to the conversation each and every week. And of course, where could people reach out and potentially reach and have a conversation with the best beard in the business? <laughs> yeah, awesome to be back again. Uh, had an awesome night tonight. Really great chats, great opinions as always. Ty, uh, Tay, sorry, uh, incorrectly pronouncing you there, but Tay, awesome to podcast for your first time, brother. Uh, nice to see even more European guys. It's uh, it's hard graft over in Europe to try and get some crowds. We know this because the all of the audiences over in the US. <laughs> yeah, tell um, me about it, man. Yeah, it's 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 hard going, but yeah, keep it up, brother. I'm gonna definitely uh, definitely check out what you've got going on. Um, but yeah, awesome show, awesome chat, awesome panel. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Wondering Dutch. Um, YouTube at Wondering Dutch, of course, the home of the Midweek Mix-Up podcast, um, along with now the weekend edition of the Midweek Mix-Up podcast, which is myself and General C uh, rounding up the news, a nice shorter show just to round off the week on a Sunday evening uh, at uh, half one in the afternoon for the US uh, in Eastern time, uh, 6.30 p.m. for the uh, UK crowd. Um, So, yes, that's what we've got going on at the moment. But uh, looking forward to coming back again next week. It's been awesome this evening. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And, of course, let's get the mag out of here because, yeah, obviously, you, t- you handle some stuff on the back end of your job. Oy. And we don't – I know that you had As a, if a I tough, didn't work enough today, right? I know like, those – Oh, you have I, a call I, it. And like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by all means, yes. talk about where you're going to be tomorrow night. Uh, uh, of course, that is on Nuke Nukem's channel. 
on Gaming After Dark. But also, what else you got going on? Oh, Where yeah. could people uh, reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation with the best bald head in the business? <laughs> well, you know what, guys? It was a great show. Tay, it was awesome to have you on the show tonight. So eloquently spoken everything that he says i can't even argue with him because he sounds so smooth i just like i feel bad pushing back i don't want to push back he sounds so awesome it's like billy ocean from the 80s remember that guy yes yeah. yeah okay he's got Only that old voice. dudes like us remember that unfortunately of course old dudes like us yeah the middle-aged game guys that we are right so yeah. but anyways guys uh yes obviously you can find me here every monday night 7 p.m of course tomorrow night you can find me at 10 p.m. Eastern with Noof Nukem and Titan Drago on Gaming After Dark, of course. And, uh, yes, I missed the, I missed a lot of shows uh, in the last couple of weeks, but I am back in there. And you know what? Uh, I actually had some uh, YouTube stuff I was working on, which had to go on the back burner because I had to take care of family first. However, I still was able to sneak in a few ridiculous videos on Twitter. And I got to tell you, that last one. Man, did it ever piss off a lot of people. But it guess sure what? did. Still got 183,000 people to come stare at it and get even more pissed off. So wow. guess what? It worked out very nicely. So I was so super proud about that. And speaking of which, yes, obviously you can follow me on Twitter, the Middle Age Game Guy. You guys all know where you can find me. And uh, I just want to thank every single, each and every single one of you guys that uh, that follow and support everything I do. And, of course, everybody on this panel, you guys are absolutely amazing. Guys, if you haven't checked out any of the content from any of these people on this panel, Go check it out, please. Okay, yeah. support these guys. These guys are working hard, and they got a lot of great things to say. So get in there. Get going. And, uh, guys, I have to dip out. So let everybody yep. everybody have a great evening. We will talk to you guys next week. Yeah, yeah thanks, bro. Definitely appreciate that. Keosante, uh, uh, I'm going to just grab Everborn, then we'll get you on out of here. Everborn, I, before we do your outro, you, 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 you bumped off for a hot second, but I definitely want to get your opinion on the IO interactive uh, situation. Um, you know, a lot of pe- everyone on the panel brought up some great points uh, the fact that uh, it's not publicly traded certainly falls into the category of why uh, you and I talked on, uh, we talk weekly on this, why we believe that the acquisition potentially already happened because they don't have to report that to anybody at this point, except for uh, Microsoft investors, but the contract could be done. It's just, maybe that's not, not signed, but again, everyone brought up elegant points about, no one signing a 10-year deal to work with a company if you didn't feel comfortable with said people. Would it be, for, in your opinion, a big get for Microsoft to get Hitman as a first-party IP? It would, but I, I, I wonder whether... I wonder when we're getting another Hitman, meaning I, I know that the trilogy stands where it stands and I don't remember them. To, I know they're going to support it for a while, but anything they support will will probably end up. Well, it could uh, be. Well, they are hiring at a fever's pitch. I mean, if you look at what they're looking to hire, it, 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 they, they could take on multiple projects. Imagine well, they finish Hitman up with the third one done and now they have a Bond trilogy. Yeah, right. this is this is this is what I'm saying. But but you know, even still, it could be you know they have three teams now, right? Because remember, if this if this acquisition happens, that's not just one studio, but three new teams added to the 35 teams. Mm-hmm. So one studio's Project Dragon, one studio could be Bond, right. and maybe one studio is just like ongoing support for Hitman, for Hitman. So I, I I so you know it could be big and listen um I think JD Gamer brought up a Sobo someone else who happened to sign a 10 year deal which 
uh, was very fruitful for them, right? For flight sim, and we see uh, what do you call it ending up in Game Pass, just like uh, Hitman, right? Mm, so, so, yeah. so, and in terms of when you announce it, I, th- I think you announce it when it's beneficial of you for you, not necessarily to be petty, but if they ever start doubting your name again, you know what I'm saying? Why don't you why don't you hold this Avalanche Sobo and IO Interactive acquisition real quick? Right. Mm-hmm. So so the thing is, I, and I think personally, I think you hold it for E3. What what it, it gains you nothing um, announcing it right now. No. Right. And and even in the from the topic earlier, I think uh, Horizon Forbidden West is going to suck up all the oxygen in the room. And anything you do right now next to that is going to be a waste of a PR effort. But yeah. guess what? People are going to beat that game. We get to March. That's it. There's no multiplayer option, and I, I don't 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 misconstrue what I'm saying as one and done because my favorite games are one and done because ain't nobody got time to be running back and forth playing games that don't have an end plan. That's why I don't play Destiny anymore after 500 hours. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> um, but you know, let Horizon have its moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't waste the PR capital. And then in March, when everyone finishes that and we're having our spoiler discussions, boom. Yeah. Now's the time to talk about it in case you forgot. Yep. Roy Jones made a song like that one time called Y'all Must Have Forgot. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> that was a terrible song, but I remember. Terrible it. song. Yes. Terrible song. But, <laughs> but the point still stands. Um, so, again, I, I, I think you, you, you stock them up because, listen. Again, anybody that says, oh, there's no way this is done. Do you think in 2018 they bought all of those studios the day before they announced them? No, they did not. No. Right? So they bought them over the course of a year, maybe more. And that could be the same thing now. They're not telling you for no reason that we're not done purchasing things. You th- So, you know, it just ha- so happens that it hasn't leaked and things like that don't leak. Because, you know, there's financial implications. So anybody involved that knows is just not going to tell you yet. So could it be? Yes. Is it definite? No. But uh, I, I, all I can say is I would not be surprised. I, and I said it before. I don't think we see publisher acquisitions this year. No. Not that we won't see one, but just not this year. Uh, fingers crossed on Sonic. and um, Or <laughs> Sega, I should say. Um, oh, by the way. Sonic Unleashed 450 right now. You can buy it. Just bought it. Nice. This same. Anyway, um, but I think you hold it for E3 and you have another E3 of dreams because I want to paint a picture for you and then and then we'll do our outros here. Now you get to E3 2022. It's well, no E3, but you know, Microsoft press conference, right? Right. They come out and we see we get we get three. Um, vertical slices a la what what they did with uh Hellblade 2 or or what you know how Sony does their thing and then and you get you get uh avowed vertical slice yep you get um contraband vertical slice you get perfect dark vertical slice and maybe a little bit of halo uh fable vertical slice and then we they announce for the first time the the first Halo story expansion because that's another ten year project and on top of all of that they'll announce uh, Project Dragon alongside by the way IO Interactive is coming home yeah right and and then oh you thought we were done yet 
Uh, you you see uh, Plague's Tale that's about to come out? Also a first-party studio. And then they show you a little bit of a, a, a contraband, what it's going to be. Hold they on to me. that other acquisition. Yeah. Right? That, there's nobody that can compete with if that's the show that they do. No. Right? Be better if than you last announce year, one or two bangers, that's not, as, that's not going to compete with that. So that's the time you hold it for. Don't worry about, like I say, stick to the plan, my man. Yeah. Stick to the plan. And 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 keeping to the plan, as you were, please sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they could obviously support your Thursday, uh, you know, uh, show, which of course is incredible. Uh, talk about the Saturday show with Kay Asante that you guys just did, which was masterful. Mrs. Boomstick and I listened to it, and I you weren't here for it. Mrs. Boomstick was like, man, they do fight a lot. And I'm like, now nah, they're, they're brothers. They they fight all the time like that. It's okay. <laughs> like an old married couple. <laughs> in this talk, talk about the Everborn Saga, brother. What, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Everborn Saga, EvermornSaga.com, Everborn Saga everywhere. But we do produce a bunch of comics. We have we released two series already there's four successful four series by the way yes two successful series we did two kickstarters last year alone we're getting ready to launch our third series the redlands and then the remnant is coming after that i am building the mcu of <laughs> fantasy anime <laughs> put all that. those things together mcu fantasy anime that's what the everborn saga is you can get into it right now by going over to everbornsaga.com see some of the books reproduced i promise you the quality is up there with any of the big billion dollar franchises check us out uh we put a lot of hard work into it and there's much more to come in 2022 i will not hold up the show say you're coming home soon that's it i love it i love it. of course you had to throw sega in there but case on you know yes you know, listen, your Saturday show, uh, man, big upgrades, big, big upgrades. Uh, I don't know how you did it with OBS because that's not happening here on this channel. I tried OBS <laughs> a couple of times. And We're going to talk you into it, boom. He will not. Uh, I have too many horror stories. I, I like the simplicity of what you see in front of you. And, and StreamYards is constantly advancing and eventually going to get 4K uh, uh, footage, which they're working on right now in the back ends. Um Talk about the Saturday show. Talk about the upgrades. And, of course, where could people strike up a conversation with you on social media? Yes, yes. Well, I, first off, I'll say I, I appreciate being being back here on the show. It's always awesome. Awesome guest. Appreciate you being here. Good, sir. You know, it, it's hard to get you on a show because of your time is so difficult. But yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that because we got to get you on some other shows, man. It, it was really good being able to chop it up with you, Ty. It's, it's awesome to have you to have, to have you here. Uh, I appreciate all the folks that have been able to, to to jump in on our Saturday show, the Gaming Circle podcast. Yes, we we switched to OBS. We we're trying different things. It Looked is really good, man. Really running really everything good. manually, but we we're trying. It's good. It's fun. And as we go along, we're we're adding more stuff to it as well. Uh, you know, uh, next week's show, you'll see a few more upgrades that we didn't add last week. So we're growing leaps and bounds. Also, now you can find the show on your favorite podcasting uh, uh, app Services. of choice, whether it be Apple, Google. All those various podcasting apps we're doing that building the website doing the whole thing as 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 2022 demands that we 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 go onward and upward so thanks for all the support for everybody in here who who comes and checks it out all the the ptg brethren that make appearances from time to time and are also found in the chat you know i appreciate all y'all thank you so much so yes you can find us saturdays the gaming circle podcast or in your news feeds of choice you know or later on 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 youtube as you see fit and we appreciate y'all being here. And thank you so much for this awesome, awesome conversation. And we'll see you guys next week.
Thank you so much. And of course, folks, I want to thank all the super chats that come in. There were uh, quite a few of them. Uh, we don't expect anything on this channel. Uh, we uh, we always are, are very appreciative of the support that comes in, specifically financially, because again, this is not a big channel. We're not even hit 10K yet. And even if we hit a million subs tomorrow, Boom is still going to be the same dude opening up the door for anyone that wants to walk through, because that's how I was taught to live. And speaking of which... Uh, I want to just close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day I'll be important to you. And that's something that our dad taught us when we were kids. And I think now more than ever, it's incredibly relevant and super important. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. Also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.